0: Be one of the best brewers there is. I stopped uh, dressing all in plastic. You better be brewing
1: five to six times a week. A beer every beer is made with love, and it begs to, to be appreciated.
2: I need something to kill the salmonella I'm kind of worried about in the eggs. Do you
0: find that uh, that the hops kind of clash with the uh, chicken embryo you put in there? <laughs> well,
3: I might sleep here tonight.
2: Yeah. It's a California <clears throat> king. There's plenty of room for both of us, Beavis. Yeah. How many of the brewers over there have seen your ass? That's uh, Someone's getting cut tonight.
4: All yeah. I have to say is, hey, my
2: Good day, everybody. Welcome to the session. I'm your host today, Justin Crosley, joined by JP, Jason hi. JP Petros. Hi, hi, hi. Bevo's in the studio. Hello. And Teresa Pasuti is in the studio from Crooked Lane.
3: Hello, Justin. We're, fifth. No uh,
2: what's Chris that? said long time, no see. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We just hung out all weekend. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, is this the first session ever where yes. the the ratio of male to female is, is exactly 50-50? Yes first ever. In, in 15, 14 years? Yes. Um, wow. How about that?
3: All right. Plant that flag on the moon, baby.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess, right? <laughs> we can stop bitching about that one. That's
0: right. There <laughs> you go.
2: <laughs> done. No yeah. other yeah, minority
0: done. groups will be considered.
2: <laughs> right. This is it. Yeah, we're still all white in <laughs> we're here. Done. We're done. trying. Yeah. We're trying to get diversified. That's another 14 years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, then we'll have one person of color <laughs> on right. the show. So
3: I'm really expecting someone to write in and talk about the pussification of the Bruno
2: Network, oh, that'll happen next. Yeah, Absolutely. you guys, thrown in the towel. You <laughs> jumped the shark. You <laughs> uh, like that the
0: founder of Founders? Did you read? Did you hear that article? The CEO of Founders or whatever?
2: No, is that recent?
0: It's recent. Yeah, it's actually really recent. He uh, he fired a guy, a black guy, and then the black guy suing Founders for racial discrimination. Okay. And the lawyer for the what? Defendant? No, plaintiff, the guy suing, right? The, the guy who got fired. Okay. He, like, l- released a transcript of the f- back and forth between the lawyer and the, I think his name is Ryan at Founders. And, like, did you know that my client was black? He goes, I don't know what you mean. Explain that. <laughs> like, African-American. I, he goes, I can't understand. I don't know his heritage. Okay. I can't But you've met him oh, okay. before. Yes, I have met him before. And you could tell him apart from a crowd. What do you mean? <laughs> Just like very wow. like Bill Clinton, like define sex, right? And it was basically define black, define right. African American. Sure, no and way. Uh, yeah, it was pretty ruthless, dude. And it's like the, you can tell the lawyers going, "I don't know. This is a very simple question. To, yeah. It's a one-word answer. If you could recognize, like, if you if you've met the guy, if you could tell that he's not a white man, yeah. Well, I, I don't know where his uh, <laughs> ethnicity lies. <laughs> Just sure. like, God,
3: that's, that's amazing. This is not helping you.
0: Yeah, no, it's bad. Wow, mm. there's a lot of memes about it now. As oh you really? Can imagine, yes, yeah, you can imagine.
2: <laughs> okay,
0: but uh, there you go. That would be us. We're like, we don't know. Are we, who, what is race? Yeah, I don't know.
2: Everyone's. Great. <laughs> what is gender? We don't know that either. <laughs> That's right. Nobody knows anything anymore. No. <laughs> uh, well, we did have a nice weekend though, hanging out uh, at yeah. the Sierra Hop Harvest Festival. It was Beardy's last hurrah with us. He's now gone and dead to us. Yeah, not, not actually dead. To, dead to us, right? Uh, but we had a good time up there, right? It's a good event that Sierra puts on.
3: It's amazing, like they they well, obviously. I mean, they do everything amazing, but this I was just pulled over. It was so much fun. Great beer,
0: yeah. We were talking a lot about how well managed it is mm-hmm. for a, a fest like that. The 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 quality of the beer. And how well managed it was just yeah. from, from you know, how the tent was set up, how the brews were set up. There was enough room in between the lines. They didn't have a lot of space uh, to work with, and they got everybody in there. And it was it, you, some fests, not ours, of course, mm-hmm. you can feel cramped and crap, and, like, you're waiting in line for
2: beer. It wasn't like that was at all. It's not man.
0: like that at all. I maybe waited, the most I ever waited was maybe a minute mm-hmm. for a, a popular beer, and I'm, that's totally fine. That's, I mean, a reasonable amount of Time,
2: yeah, you know who had a monster good. line for a minute was Moxa. Really? We've had them on the show. I like their beer, but they, yeah. they're like, I guess they're all the rage now or what? Oh, because yeah. nobody okay. else had a line. Yeah. And I, my experience was yours, you know, but uh, I did walk by that line and it was like out the tent.
0: Really? Yeah. They must have like re- done a special release.
2: Oh, maybe that, like, yeah. Like maybe. timed release. That makes yeah. sense. Maybe, because also. They're a Northern California brewery, so it's not like... Like, for example, a Garage Project out of New Zealand had beer there. Yeah. Uh, really good beer, in my opinion, and... Um at the Firestone Invitational is the only time I ever see that brewery, and that has a line around the whole event. Yeah. But here you could just walk right up and get it, and the line was at, was at Moxa. Yeah. Uh, but again, not, it's not like you can't go to Moxa. You, you can. It's, sure. You sp- if, I figure if you can get to Sierra, you can get to Moxa. <laughs> it's right there. You know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, good for them. I'm, I'm happy that they're, they're popular and it's good beer. Yeah. But yeah, it was well run in that sense. Um, my... I think my two favorite beers were a sour beer from Garage Project Mm -hmm. that I guess they inoculated just by putting a hop bind into the beer.
0: Oh, super interesting. And then aged it.
2: um, And it was a really clean sour, I thought, with that kind of inoculation. Like, it wasn't a whole bunch of different things competing, but it was pretty clean i like that and then uh urban roots had a pilsner that oh i just kept God. going back for
0: that Czech lager, yeah. that, oh, The check lager yeah ten, that's 10 Czech degrees lagers. 10 degree yeah it was, it was just
2: what like 3.8 percent or something i don't know what yes. um and it was just great you know i went around and did a few lagers actually uh bagby had a nice fest beer
0: that was amazing it was
2: a good lager too um and then, yeah, because there's a lot of, it was a, it's a harvest festival, right? So there's a lot of good hoppy beers also. But <laughs> right. because I work at the thing and I, my panels were, like, really spread out, I I had, like, two hours in between one panel and the next. And I was like, well, you got to stay sober, Crosley. So why don't you go around and find the loggers here <laughs> yeah. instead sober, of all the double but, IPAs?
0: Right, sober but still drinking. Yeah, That's of course. I'm not going to sit around. No, yeah, yeah, you
2: know. Uh, so I had to do that. Uh, uh, Teresa and I were talking about that uh, uh, earlier before the show, that, mm. you know, not everybody in the industry knows to stay sober at an industry event.
0: <laughs> this is true.
2: Now, this is obviously a public event, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're in the public, I don't care what you do, although I tend to not get drunk at beer festivals even when I'm the public. Yeah. But when you're working the event, and I was saying to Teresa that it's... It's surprising that it's not always obvious to everybody that if you work in the industry, you shouldn't get hammered at a festival. Yeah. Uh, Especially one that maybe you're representing at, right? Like either your brewery or the Brewing Network or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, anyhow, I'm just sort of throwing this out there for for industry professionals as a whole. Yes. Just remember... it's still kind of a job <laughs>
3: like, Yeah, just just consider this you're talking to so your boss doesn't have to right <laughs>
2: that's right if if you're in the industry and you found yourself a little too drunk i'm your boss right now that's right and uh i'm telling you and you're gonna get a spanking <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you to take it easy yeah i've always known that i don't know why uh, but i've always known you know don't Get hammered. Well, first of all, in public in general, I kind of tend to I tend to find my way home by the time I'm going to get hammered, Uh, but certainly for work. And I'm not saying I haven't had a strong buzz. I'm not saying I haven't felt real good, but I am. I don't know that I've ever stumbled out of a work event. You
0: know, yeah, I, I pretty much, basically, yeah, and it's I can understand it, especially at a fest like that where there are a lot of the brewers there. Like Julian from Beechwood was there, Jeff Bagby from Bagby was there. Not a lot of beer fest can can say that.
2: And you get a chance to mingle with them, yeah, as it, a professional,
0: and they're your friends, and you don't see each other all that often, and whatever. And say, so like, hey man, let's go check beers, and then you and then you're behind a tent, and you're like or behind yeah. their booth, and you're drinking beer. And I can I can understand how it gets away from you, yeah, but. You, you have to just you gotta sort of figure out where you are
2: Go find case. the light yeah. logger for a couple of pours. That's yeah. all. Go, go,
3: go eat. Go straight to the 10 degrees, man. Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And I, and I basically, I would cross the tent. I would cross the entire property mm-hmm. to do that, because I'd go hang out with a brewer that I knew, or, yeah. or a new brewer that I didn't know, yeah. and they'd hand me their double IPA, right? And then I'd, four ounces at a time, right? It's a little glass, Um then I'd walk all the way across the fest to go back for the urban roots like three <laughs> point eight percent beer because I had a job to do. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. Most of our listeners maybe don't care about this, but if you're a professional, I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Um, you know, go find some loggers at these events and just relax right. a little bit.
6: Yeah. And the
3: relax. other thing I'd say is, if somebody does end up getting silly, don't. Take a video and send it home to their family. <laughs> like, <is that laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, really? I mean, you, Actually, I there disagree. Could be a time disagree. where you're singing karaoke yeah. that maybe you didn't want to share with everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I don't know if I'm in agreement on this one. If you're drunk enough to do it in public, you're drunk oh, enough for okay, me to show so, somebody. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind
3: of your fault. So you know, maybe, it's, it's, uh, maybe uh, you uh, fell into uh, the previous category.
2: I'm in between there. If I dragged you to a strip club, maybe I shouldn't <laughs> send. Uh, video home to your family uh-huh. that's that's on me <laughs> right but, but if you yeah if you you know you get drunk and act like an idiot
0: well but know. still you're yeah. gonna assu- you, okay. there's an assumption of maintenance there of like self-maintenance where if you're out in public and you're an mm-hmm. adult and you're drinking mm-hmm. that you know the limit right you ever get the feeling you're being watched <laughs> <laughs> yes okay someone's staring at us uh, through the window and i don't i, know. I don't know why this is happening
2: all right, well, we have a great show planned for you today. I want to thank Sierra Nevada for having us out. It was a really nice time, and they, they uh, um, are good people to be around. Yeah. Uh, so thanks to Byron, especially. He was our Sherpa for the yes, weekend. Yeah. Uh, if you ever make your way to Sierra Nevada and Chico uh, for a tour, uh, make sure you tell Byron that we said hello, and he's a, he's a great dude. Um, the whole crew out there, Ken Grossman, uh, Terrence, uh, Molly, you, you are all very nice to us, and I appreciate it. Um, Okay, tonight on the show, we've got Alvarado Street Brewery. They're out of uh, Salinas and Monterey. That's up here in California, the Monterey Peninsula there. Sure. Um, and they've got three locations we'll talk about now. Great beer. Uh, I've liked their beer here uh, uh, for a while. We sell a lot of it at the Hop Grenade. People just love it. Yeah. I think we get cans in every Thursday, and they're gone by Saturday or something. Nice. Very popular brewery. Uh, I'm drinking their Pilsner right now, which is, I think, uh, stellar. So uh, we'll be talking to them today. I want to thank our sponsor, More Beer, who brings you this session and every session that you do. Go check out their Extra Pale Malt. It's a modern two-row base malt designed for very light-colored beers. It's got all the things you'd expect, but keeps it really uh, light uh, and lighter than most Pilsner malts, even. You can go to morebeer.com and check it out. And don't forget to look at their Comos line of commercial-grade draft boxes. Uh, Stainless steel coils chill your beer to perfection, while the rest of the 100% stainless components deliver the beer. To the glass in style. Check it out at uh, morebeer.com. Yeah, they're badass. Um, Okay. Let's do some announcements, shall we? Announcements brought to you today by Drake's Brewing Company. Go to drinkdrakes.com and check it out. And now at the barn up in Sacramento. They're open every Tuesday from 5 to 8 with Food Truck Tuesdays. A rotating selection of food trucks. Uh, You can go learn all about it at drinkdrakes.com. Well, the first thing in my list of announcements, Teresa, is that Crooked Lane Brewing Company, if you've heard of them, uh, is having their 3rd anniversary party and Oktoberfest. Oh damn. Um, oh, which is happening what? This Saturday? This Saturday? What's the date this um, Saturday? Wow. It's the at uh, noon, we're going to have an
3: We're going to have a authentic German polka band followed okay. by Ooh. the Tattered and Tide, which is a really great um Couple of guys in our area.
2: Okay,
0: we're gonna have. They're gonna stay there. They're gonna hang. We're gonna have
3: nine up. German beer styles on tap. Nice. So everything from doppelbach to Helles and Kolsch. A um, couple of really great beers in there we've been sitting on for a long time. People have been trying to get a hold of. So all right, nice. And goats. Goats. We secured the goats, so we will definitely have <laughs> some goats too. Where do
2: you? Where oh, are you gonna yeah. put the goats? Oh, you Just know, like walking around the brewery. It's,
3: it's, no, they'll be out in the beer garden. Last year, we like stacked up some hay, so you could like,
2: Hey. you
3: could, hay, you could, yeah. hang out with the goats and the hay and nice. And uh, we'll all be in our our finery.
2: Okay, so okay. I've
3: um, got, I got my dirndl. You am going, going to this.
2: I see yeah. on my calendar that you're on your way to Reno, so I figured I am. Oh. So you're gonna stop, you're gonna stop in? Yeah, I'm like, yeah,
3: in yeah. I'm driving. To, we're driving to Reno to go see a concert that night on Saturday, so seriously, oh my gosh Mm -hmm. I am so excited are
2: you going to wear a dirndl? I don't I'm,
3: own a dirndl, so no.
2: Amazon, you got time. <laughs> you got time. Yeah. <laughs> the cheapest
0: dirndl in
3: universe.
2: Yeah. It's Halloween. There's probably tons of them right yeah, now oh for God. sale, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. It's so. like
3: the, the super short, sexy dirndl. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Slutty, no dirndl. <laughs> slutty dirndl. slutty yeah. dirndl. Hey, I, I had have Lederhosen. <laughs> lederhosen you
2: could borrow. Yeah, I'll wear those. Do I, wear They're opposite. Really I bet you if I ordered Sam a sexy dirndl, he would totally wear it. 100%. Oh, 100%. No, I've got yeah. the
3: sexy Lederhosen he can wear. There They're you. like shorty shorts, Lederhosen.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are a real thing by the way, the not everybody, not every German wears the long ones. short ones are a thing, too. Yeah. Oh,
4: I got right.
2: the long ones myself. I
0: would definitely you know? rock the long ones. Yeah. I've gotta, always wanted to pick up a real nice pair, but they're very expensive.
2: They are. Um, but worth it. I, I ended up getting them in Austria and found that they're like a fraction of the price for yeah. authentic leather lateros. And you don't wow. buy them in Germany. Right. And you don't even buy them online unless you're going to buy the fake kind. Right but um, should you find yourself in Austria mm-hmm. you can get a deal nice yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's just it, right across the border but they just yeah just because it's a if thing you, they don't, don't have if you
3: don't anymore. count the plane ticket it's super good <laughs> right now
2: you <laughs> sure. be there for something else yeah, and yeah, like, yeah grab yeah. the grab the later hoses. right so
0: well that's exciting Teresa congratulations so
2: Thank it's you. this Saturday which I think is the 26th Sixth. um yep. what time does it start uh
3: we're open at noon the festivity is really starting about Two thirty, three
2: thirty. Okay. Until ten. Okay. So will you stay sober until ten?
3: I I can't guarantee anything, but I'm I'm a professional, right. so you can't really tell.
2: Sure, yeah. I might
3: just have one hand on the table.
2: Ah, there you go. Okay, yeah, you'll like, hold right up. Yeah,
3: yeah, I can, I can, I can post up pretty
2: well. I like it. Uh, all right. In the rest of our announcements, you can support us by doing your Amazon Shopping. click the Amazon link on our homepage. Uh, that's a great way to support us. You can also subscribe and join the BN Army for as little as two dollars a month. You're entered into the more beer monthly donation giveaway. The more you donate, uh, the more you're given. Uh, more chances you're given. Um, and that gives you a, a chance to get 100 bucks to spend over at More Beer. So that's a great way to support us. You can also just listen to our other shows, all these shows, and share them with your friends. We've got uh, Hoppin' Brew School, Heads and Tails, Dr. Homebrew, Brew Strong, uh, The Sour Hour, uh, all kinds of good stuff here. So uh, tell your friends if they want a, a free beer education. Um, we've been doing that for 14 years. That's right. You know, um, Sign up over our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's all we do, right? We don't do any, like... Click Snapchat. clock or whatever. <laughs> click yeah,
0: click, click clock, clock is very different. Yeah. Uh yeah, Snapchat or WhatsApp or,
2: don't or, do or I don't know. Stuff.
0: Tumblr. I think we might be on Tumblr. Are we on Tumblr? No, I, don't.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't think it's around anymore. Well, find us on your social media things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Twitter game today? Twitter game today. Great. Twitter game is brought to you by the Wine and Hop Shop. Go to Wine Hop. Dot com, and most of their items ship within twenty-four hours. Brewing network listeners get $8 flat rate shipping on orders under 25 pounds. Just enter BN Shipping in the notes field of the shopping cart, and the discount will be taken uh, post checkout. If you're in Madison, Wisconsin, order your homebrew supplies online at wineandhop.com and then pick them up at Working Draft Beer Company, located on Wilson Street, right across from Central Park. They'll waive the shipping and give you half off your first beer. Go to winehop.com. All right. What's our Twitter game?
0: Well, as you know, Justin, as you mentioned before, uh, it was Warren's ding-dong shindig last weekend. And Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he had all of his personal belongings packed up into the RV, dragging Mm -hmm. the trailer or dragging his car behind him. And uh, he left to go north from Chico. And Candy left to go south from Chico.
2: (laughs) Yes. She's still here.
0: (laughs) She's still here.
2: Left her behind.
0: That's right. So it's Warren's new chapter.
2: Now just to just to be clear, folks, yes. he's not single. They no, just, he's not just, single, no. C- Candy has a job.
0: Candy has a job, and,
2: and he's going up there to find a place to open a distillery. Yeah, so, just I, so you know,
0: I, I assumed that it was covered, so I didn't <laughs> clarify. I apologize. Just making sure. Yeah.
2: I don't want to have to answer that email for three weeks. <laughs> yeah,
3: for, do you mean that Beardy is like, can I, can I? Right. A beard? No, um, Candy is the same. We have yeah. named her the most um, supportive person on the planet. Yeah, she's something um, yeah. that's for sure. You know, me, I have named her.
2: Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. By I, we,
3: I. I, mean the, the I royal, missed the committee meeting, so I
2: don't know. Right, right.
0: Well, so I was thinking about just cinematically Warren, you know, leaving Byron's house, pulling away, leaving, going up north for, you know, his trip, his new chapter. Mm-hmm. There has to be a song playing. Mm. He needs a theme song. So I want you guys to give me a title, a song title for whatever song you imagine Warren was listening to or would be his sort of like traveling song as he leaves town. To start on this epic journey, is it? It could be fake. I
2: was going to say, is that real? It could be a professionally recorded song, or you could make up the title of this song. Yeah. Okay, I like it. All right. What was Beardy's exit theme? That's right. Okay. All right, let's do a little feedback before the break. Feedback's brought to you today by Beer Law Center. Go to BeerLawCenter.com, and my friend John Semenkiewicz over there will take good care of you like he does my trademark, and he can do your brewery filings, and um, he's also just a nice person, you know, if you want to say hi. Just email him hi. Yeah, he'll probably answer. He probably will. He's got a good team over there. Yeah. All right, so Dan writes in, Uh, Speaking of Beardy leaving, (laughs) he says, I've become a big fan of Heads and Tails. But the departure of Beardy, for his own selfish reasons, has me worried about the future of Heads and Tails. So his question, JP, is will the show go on? Sort of.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's hard. We've mentioned before, and I'm not going to get too into it, but it's hard for us to be booking guests right now. Mm. But when we do have guests, Warren will be calling in skyping yeah and yeah so it will be uh, warren and i and then whoever else you know mm-hmm. our guests uh, we were talking about actually because there are a lot of distillers up in that area mm. obviously which is probably one of the reasons he's going up there so he might maybe go do local shows so he can go and sit with the distiller at the distillery mm. and then i can sort of you know help moderate i guess because at that point he knows so much more about this
2: stuff okay. than
0: I do. And I hope so. He's ask- about
2: to do it professionally. He right, <laughs> yeah. And I'm
0: just here to ask the dumb question. So, uh, you know, I think that that could be a cool little kind of twist on it. Okay. To make sure that we actually get guests. So it'll, it'll be going on just sort of spor- sporadically. We have not given up on it. Okay. And thank you for listening.
2: Yeah. All right. Nate from Copenhagen writes in, um, I guess during our segment about ron i heart ron <laughs> yeah. um yeah. you know uh david mentioned he's gonna brew a beer for ron right right uh, in ron's in ron's honor and and i guess kim shimke had suggested that ron pa uh should actually be an esb extra special bitter
0: okay i get it
2: and nate says holy crap she knows a thing mm-hmm. and managed <laughs> to make a joke on that one thing yeah And it was a good job. Good job, Kim. Kim gives good jobs, even to Ron, he goes on to say. And then I don't know what this is, and when she's done, she'll have Dave Marley of Vuvu ferment a beer with it. I don't know what it is or what she's done with. Um, Not to tarnish Kim's unexpected glory, but extra special bus bitter would fit Ron like a glove.
0: Extra special bus bidder. Yes.
2: Bus bidder? Yes, okay. Extra special bus bidder. Is this, is this like
3: a Google Translate fail? It could be. Perhaps. It could be. It, it,
2: maybe. Well, extra special bus. He's saying special, yeah, special bus, bus, I think, right. is his joke <laughs> there. But, but I, still, I, I think
0: you're right. I think we're missing some of the phrase in there. Like he forgot like to type a whole paragraph? <laughs> yeah. I'm also going to guess that he was drunk.
3: I also think it was a really backhanded compliment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. But have,
3: I don't know. Which usually are I reserved for
2: me, the backhanded ones. No. Yeah. He's,
3: he's, he's a Danish guy, so yeah. I, I don't. I don't think my uh, comeback is really going to fit because it was a German guy. Dick. Oh. Okay. All
2: no, right. that won't fit. Yeah, it can't fit. I don't even think the Danes like the Germans. Yeah. So. Yeah, I
3: know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I guess there's there's dick guys everywhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, Nate from Copen Cope Coken Plagen—that explains it. Coken yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for writing in. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, and you got Teresa right there. Yeah. She gone. <laughs> right. uh,
2: okay. Hey, gents, and Hi. Teresa and Bivo. I'm a longtime listener. Have been homebrewing since 2001, and planning on opening a brewery at some point in the future. Uh, do you and everybody else, buddy. Uh, the reason I'm writing is because I just visited Secret Trail Brewing, who you had on a few months ago. Long story short, I live in Oakland and had an occasion to travel up north uh, to look after my mom following a routine surgery. Oh, like every detail. Uh, and once my mom was well on her way to recovery, and they, they cleaned up all the bandages. Like, I don't need all to know all this. Can't you just say you went she to fucking see the trail? an In-N-Out Burger animal
0: you know. style, so I got the Ed Burger, and it took five minutes. It was really, really good.
2: I had to accrue a lot of vacation days, and I took all 13 of my vacation days. And then and did I...
0: Very creatively, so this is what I did. I, took, I worked every other Friday. Yeah. Just,
2: and then I went on Kayak.com. I don't know if you've heard <laughs> of it, but it compares flight details. And so in order for me to get where I needed to go, I searched for 14 days on Kayak.com.
0: My friends had um, used Trivago, but I didn't want to go there.
2: Anyhow, I finally made the trek over to visit and sample a few of Secret Trails beers. Not only did I experience their amazing beers, uh, but I mentioned to the folks at the brewery that I had heard them on the session a few weeks before. And the way I did that was I told them that I used to listen to things on an iPod, but now the times have changed. I just carry it all on my phone. It's really amazing. I yeah. go to iTunes and I just plug my phone in, and it's like all there all the time. That's how I listen to you on the session. Yeah, my
0: brain my brain sent a message to my lungs to take in oxygen. So what I did is I filled my lungs up with oxygen, yeah. and then as I expelled my lungs from the oxygen from my lungs, my voice box vibrated different sounds. And those yeah. made words, and then I was able to articulate the fact that I heard you yes. on the session.
2: But I almost couldn't hear you because my phone was dying that day. I only had 3% left. And my car charger wasn't working anymore. But luckily, a friend of mine had a car charger that I could use.
0: (laughs) Sorry, that was my brain again, telling me that I had to refill my lungs and push it
2: to my voice box. Anyway, he goes, uh, hey, they totally rolled out the red carpet for me. I got the opportunity to meet the owners and the brewer, Jake Dickman, as you'll remember, (laughs) um, who personally gave me a tour around the brewery on Er uh, Leaf Erickson Day, no less. Uh, Jake Dickman's son is named Leaf, and they have a pale ale named after him. I talked to him a long time. I talked to Jake for. One. By the way, every time he mentions Jake, he uses his full name. After the tour, Jake Dickman introduced me to three guys to, who are I in. Mean, the, you do.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. almost like doctor where they've earned that title. I feel like if you're a man and the word dick is in your name, especially your last name, you have to use you've, it. You've you you've experienced trial by fire for a long time, and it's called middle school. Yeah. and then, <laughs> so yeah. you've earned the right to be called dickman
2: yeah yeah uh anyway after the tour jake dickman introduced me to three guys who were in the middle of opening another brewery in the area and the five of us sat around drinking beer and talking shop for about an hour at the end of the afternoon jake dickman invited me back to (laughs) brew with him next time i come up to chico
0: man i should have
3: i I should
2: have red carpet i
0: should have edited that i apologize
2: (laughs) which is an amazing experience for an aspiring pro it goes on. I had such a great time <laughs> that I just had to reach out and say thanks for everything you guys do to promote local craft and introduce people like me to the amazing community beer. keep up the good work, from Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. A- <laughs> thank, job, <laughs> Ryan. thank you, Ryan. Thank, thank you, thank you, Ryan. Type words. Um, okay, uh, I already read this email last week, JP. Ah, okay. The the Ron reply. So yeah. if, if you're if you missed last week's show and you're following along in the I Heart Ron saga you're going to want to go back and listen to last week's feedback where Ron wrote in his nearly incomprehensible reply. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, it felt like an apology. I didn't. Re- I, I skimmed it because I wanted to be surprised on the air, but it oh. sounded more
3: like a, an apology.
2: Not really. No? Mm. No. I All mean, right. it... Yeah, I was as
3: uh, sorry, not sorry. For yeah. example,
2: the highlights are he takes a dig at uh, Dave's wife, Whoa. In the first paragraph. Wow. In a in a in a you know subtle sort of. Backhanded way. Oh, okay. Then essentially says, you know, his overreaction to Dave not saying something, yeah. he ranks about a seven, but Dave's overreaction of getting his name tattooed to his ass, yeah. he ranks a, a 28.
0: Oh, oh 100%. <laughs> well, that's. But that's, that's Dave. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I, I, told, <laughs> yeah. I told Dave, I, like, this, is not a, this is not an appropriate response.
2: <laughs> right. It's unmeasured and appropriate.
3: <laughs> just, but just it is think a Dave we response. We had to put every slight of somebody on our body. Yeah. Like I think we'd all be covered we would be, <laughs> yeah. in Goodness. ron tattoos. Yeah. The highlight for me personally was him not recalling sending the email. Yeah, that's why oh, that's why yeah. that's why I thought
0: it was an apology because I read that part, thank you. And then I was like, "Oh, I was drunk. I I saw where it was going, but clearly I I'm I'm worn now and I can't see shit."
2: Yeah, it's kind of, it meanders around an apology is what it does. All right, all right. I love it. Okay, Uh, there you go. But it was good stuff, anyway. And and thank you for the ongoing, uh, you know, Ron, you can keep writing in, man. (laughs) Yeah. I'll I'll be reading it. it. All right, and then finally, Mick, I think it's Mick, M-I-K, writes in, uh, Hey, BN crew, I recently purchased a... German Roots, I don't think that's the name of the brewery, I think it's like the de- description of a variety 12-pack twel- yeah. from a brewery. It was their German Roots variety 12-pack from a brewery that I very much like, only to find, upon arriving home, that it contained a damn hazy IPA. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, you. but I don't think hazy IPA is a classic German-style beer. No. Well, when the... will the madness end? That's the asks. only way
0: they can uh, probably get rid of it now. It's just uh, package it with a bunch of other loggers. <laughs> now,
2: <laughs> is, is it very ironic? Is it possible that it is a Keller beer and mm. and Mick here But a Keller IPA? Saw like I wonder if the description says ha- hazy IPA or did okay. he pour a cloudy beer and assume I
0: assume it was an IPA and then yeah I don't know and they didn't drink
2: it I don't know. Because you're it's right, possible. it shouldn't be in a German roots, unless they're making the stretch that's like, well, Keller beer was unfiltered, uh-huh. so it's somewhere along the lineage has roots in, you know...
0: Yeah, sort of, I guess, but but I think Keller beer is, un- is the beer that's still technically conditioning... That's why it's cloudy, right? It's uh, like young fermenting. Yeah, I mean, it's not beer. gonna.
3: It's not gonna have the same. It's not gonna have IPA hop. No Roman it, flavor, it, it, so I, there really isn't any mistaking that. I don't yeah.
2: think. So, all right, I just did a quick look. Okay. For because I don't know what brewery to put in, right? So I put in German Roots Mixed Twelve Pack. Um.
0: Yeah. I mean, I get like I did sort of the same thing, um,
2: but I'm seeing. Do we say it, Saranac? Right? Yeah,
0: that's what I get.
2: But I don't. I'm not, I'm not seeing. I see a Wild Hot Pills. Um, I see an Oktoberfest. I see a, a Schwartz beer. I see a Keller beer.
0: Okay, yeah, it's so probably the look at beer. that. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're correct. Uh,
2: there's more. Let's see what else is in here. Uh, da-da. No, I guess that's really the only one I see.
0: So I wonder if he just assumed it was a hazy IPA, which is still sort I of a his point, where like,
2: but yeah, it's, well, ger- it's, well, but it's ruining if- shit. Well, I see. You're saying that the he has now been misled by the rest of the industry, not by this German Roots 12 pack. Yes. I see. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, and I, I kind of come to terms with I'm part of the problem. Yeah. Because we want to talk to you about it for a long trail. Time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm part I'm. I'm part of the problem and I'm part of the solution but (laughs) so with Secret Trail who we all love we did a collab okay and you know what nonsense we came up with Mm. that's highly offensive to Germans don't do it well, we did. We, so we did a, well, we we did already a hazy. Did. We did a hazy IPA uh-huh. with all German malts and hops. Oh man! And we called it Lederhazen. <laughs> I kind of like that though. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, was, it was wonderful, and it was also horrible. Okay, like, but a lot of people you, really liked
2: it. As you, you would expect, you you're saying it's horrible for what you're doing in the industry, but you yeah, like well, the beer. You, the beer is wonderful. No, I
3: mean, the, I I did like the beer. I liked how it came out. We used a Kolsch yeast. Mm. We did, um, yeah, all German malts and then German hops, but we picked some like fun newer varieties that are a little you know fruity and.
2: Did you hear? You were on the panel, so I hope so. Yeah, yeah. But the brewer sitting next to you on the panel at Sierra Nevada, his uh-huh. name was Joe from Pint House pizzeria I know, I the, and brewery yeah. mm-hmm. that he and his beers i really like by the way yes. uh and they were hazy and hoppy and dank mm-hmm. did you hear him say he uses all kohl's yeast i did i thought yeah. that was pretty interesting, that was interesting.
3: I, it's not the first time i've heard that oh and, really okay um, the the issue I have with it personally is I've done some hazy beers like I mean we have tons of cold yeast. okay if I could cut one yeast out of the lineup
2: it would be that one it
3: would be no no I mean oh. I would keep the cold sheast and I'd dump the hazy yeast but I feel like the cold sheast causes it to clarify a
2: little more so I I've see. had
3: trouble because his things hazy.
2: his statement about it I, I didn't we didn't have a lot of time so well, I'm gonna have yeah. to get this guy on the show I, I I liked his beer and I liked him uh, but anyhow uh, his Sort of qualifying statement was that he liked the other ingredients to shine, and it sounded to me like he he felt that Kolsch allowed colchies allowed that, like the hops to just do their thing.
0: Yeah, and it was it was hard for me, and maybe I uh, my brain stopped at colchies, and I, I didn't hear what he said after, but it sounded like. His house yeast was cold yeast, but I don't know that he used it in that hazy IPA. No, I, no, think, I think he, he did.
3: did. He said in all his beer, and I'm pretty much yeah. Used, he said all his beer, beer
0: yeah. because I think that why he would. To, in my mind, why he would say that is to say, but we didn't for the first time, and this is the beer or whatever. Oh. So I don't, I don't know. That's how I interpreted it. Okay, but I would love it if he used cold cheese because everyone thinks it's very, 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 very yeast dependent. But mm. apparently, it's also more maybe how you handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, know. I, I don't
3: think it's hundred percent yeast dependent. I mean, okay. I know a lot of breweries that no, not hundred percent,
0: but like a lot. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Well, I mean a lot of a lot of breweries use Calil. Um, make their hazies. Oh. I, the reason I agree with using Kohlschi's for hazy yeah. IPAs is it actually is very fruity. So it
0: would mm, help sure. the help with that of fruit, yeah. the beer. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe, I like I said, I tuned out. Hey, we're going to have this hazy... But I don't know what
2: All right, Bebo, like, put, uh, put Pint no House Pizzeria and Brewery on your list. They're out of Austin, I think he said. Yes. yes. Does that sound right? Yeah. The funny thing, he did a... I guess it was a collab beer that they did with Sierra Nevada. Um who Dis be? They named Who Dis B. Be yeah. yeah. Because apparently uh, Joe was a young brewer, by the way. I'll just point that out, especially uh, compared to an industry luminary like Ken Grossman. Apparently Joe and Ken had uh, exchanged numbers, but Joe didn't exactly like save the number. And so Ken texted him a bunch of questions, and Joe's answer was, Who Dis be <laughs> <laughs> And Ken's like um it's ken grossman yeah. <laughs> and you know that joe instantly like turned inside out oh, yeah. like as a brewer you're, you're right like, he's like yeah. oh shit <laughs> <laughs> not that ken cares by the way it's just one of those things where like an idol of yours texts you and you're like who's this yeah yeah uh, so ken named the beer who'd this be Who which being? i thought was funny yeah. um anyway okay That's all the feedback I have for you today. All right. Thanks for writing us in, though. Uh, You can send your feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. You can send your show ideas there also uh, to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. All right. Let's take ourselves a pretty quick break here, and when we come back, we've got Alvarado Street Brewery on the show, and I'm excited to drink more of their beer, because so far their Pilsner is uh, is tuning me up. I won't say I'm hungover, because we chilled a little, Well. We didn't drink much yesterday. We drove home. We
0: didn't drink heavily yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lunch beer. A couple
2: lunch beers.
0: Um, And some tank beers. Right. We'll talk about that later. Oh, tank
2: beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. session. Yeah, welcome back to the session. Thanks for hanging out with us. And thanks to our sponsor, Beersmith. Go to beersmith.com right now and get your free 21-day trial of the best brewing software in the industry. But you don't have to take my word for it because you get a free trial. Go to beersmith.com right now and check it out. All right. As promised, Alvarado Street Brewery uh, is in the studio with us. And we've got JC, uh, Biggie. And Party Wave Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out. And you know what? The I didn't even ask I didn't even bother asking for full names. We're just leaving it like right. that. Because right. it seemed like that was your guy's thing too, right? Like I think it says party wave Dave on your business card. Does it? And Biggie on your business yeah. card. That is correct. What is the what's the job description of party wave Dave, just out of curiosity? Uh, uh, Wait, Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I My fault. You have a special microphone. Try again. (laughs) Uh, Well, on the business card, it says
7: concierge and global partying. So I will... uh, (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, hospitality. I like that. Entertainment...
2: yeah, guru. Your, your job is to, what, just show uh, people a good time?
7: Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah okay. do, like, lo- logistics for, like, events. And, uh, we okay. haven't really defined <laughs> his job description in a while. I probably need to give him, like, an updated job description. <laughs> I don't
2: know, pretty I feel sure. like you guys are doing fine, right, so far.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much more specific you can get <laughs> than Party Wave Dave. Yeah, yeah right. I'll that's take it. Distinct.
2: Uh, it was, it was nice. And, Biggie, what's your job with Alvarado Street?
5: Uh, I am lead production brewer at the production spot in Salinas. In Salinas, okay. Yeah, yeah so pretty much anything that's in a can is something that I probably made work for.
2: Okay. We sell a hell of a lot of your cans here, I think. Awesome. <laughs> we get them in on Thursdays. They're gone by Saturday, so thank you for that. Oh, nice. At uh, least I could do. And then J.C. Hill, you're co-founder um, and director of brewing operations. Um, co-founder along with your dad, right? Yeah family, yeah, family biz?
8: Yeah. My dad and I started the business in uh, 2014. We started with our pub in Monterey. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a restaurant. 10 barrel system brew pub and then we opened our production brewery in 2016 Got and it. started cranking out some cans and are you from Monterey fun. I'm from Northern California originally I'm from like Midland Park area on the peninsula okay and then uh, I was living I lived in San Diego for six years started my brewing career down there before moving up here in 2014
2: do you still like your dad? Now that you've been working together for a couple of years,
8: my dad and I get along great. He's, you do, uh, absolutely.
2: Was sure. that always the case?
8: Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like a. It was something we always talked about opening up a brewery together, and it happened, you know, a lot sooner nice. than I thought it was. I only had a couple years of brewing experience at the time. I don't know if I was really ready at the time, but we just kind
2: of went okay. for it. You were a home brewer for a while, though.
8: Home brewer for a while, and then I opened a small brewery up in San Diego with a uh, with a with a really good college friend who was a San Diego native, and it was called Amplified Aleworks, and took a lot of inspiration from you know, Alpine and.
2: Yeah, Ballast Point, you know, Homebrew home Mart, a lot of those guys. Yeah, but you, your first one, and maybe it's part of what you just said. Your first location you opened was like an on-campus beer and rotisserie or something.
8: Yeah, it was a it was a doner kebab shop. If anyone's familiar, oh, doner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: bringing hangover food to the college oh, kids. Yeah.
8: Yeah. They, okay. They dug it. We have it's, it's still there to this day. And uh, well, actually, not the college campus one, but the one we opened in Pacific Beach. And were you a student
2: there and opened? No.
8: Now, no. Okay. No, I went to college on the East Coast and graduated, did like a desk job for about a year and a half. And then half my company got laid off in the 2008 you know recession. I went and I traveled, got inspired, uh, talked you know a good friend of mine into doing this crazy venture with us
2: and okay yeah so but went. was it a brewery on campus too or just no, no, the it, up was, it was no, like okay. a rotate we had like six okay.
8: taps and we we kind of treated it like a beer bar and we rotated the taps and i think at one point i even threw my home brew on tap which was like definitely not probably not yeah not illegal. that's fine yeah. no one very knows. illegal <laughs>
2: uh, but then you open an off-campus thing and that you had a little brew system in though
8: yeah we had a little three-barrel kit behind our kitchen I think it was like a storage room, and we literally had two fermenters in the bar, so we would have to brew in a kitchen, knock out through a hose mm. into a really crowded bar, right. and people were there. I mean, we had like, I think the first... You know, hop, dry hop explosion we had it was like on a Friday night, and it just like erupted geyser.
2: Excellent, yeah, in
8: front of everyone covered great. everybody. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's great.
8: Still didn't learn from that
2: lesson. But. Melvin Brewing kind of started the same way with a little more beer system in the back of a Thai food restaurant. Yeah, that's right. You know that thing. It still exists, by the way. Nice. Uh, tie me up. Is the name of the restaurant?
0: There has to be some
8: cool <laughs> with,
2: you know, with Jeremy and Melvin, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyhow, I'm just saying, like uh, you're not the only one who have started with this, like you know, three barrel system.
8: It was, it was awesome, man. I had some of the best years of my life down there. Okay, I mean, still super close with with all those guys and and Amplified Ale Works. That's the name of the brewery down in San Diego, and they're still rocking, making some great beer down there in San Diego.
2: But you ultimately left because what your dad I had, said, I had hey. the opportunity okay. to open
8: uh, Alvarado Street with my dad. And, okay, um, couldn't couldn't say no to that, so it was kind of bittersweet. But you know, it was, it was definitely something that I was psyched to do. And Monterey was kind of like a beer. Desert. There was it a was lot going on.
2: There was another. I don't know if it's still there, so I won't go too far into it. But there was like another brewery there for a long time. You know that I went to like once. Let's just leave yeah. it at that. They're, they're still you there. Know.
8: You're probably talking about Peter B's. They,
2: they make some fantastic beer. They're right down the street from us. Oh, so they got a new brewery. That's good. Uh, <laughs> no, no, same guy. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, I've been to your Monterey location. I think is it. It looked, like, brand new, though, but I, I thought you were kind of saying that's your first location, where there's, like, a restaurant up front and a little nice. beer like, garden in back. Yep, exactly. It, like, looks spanking brand new. It's oh, so clean you. and nice. That's your first location, though. That's our first location, yeah. Okay. And I went there. I dragged my uh, I was with family, um, and they were like, you know, okay, Justin, with the beer thing, whatever. But I had to go, because I'd never been. You had a brown ale on? I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Iron, a, Iron Crown Brown. It's named after a we local. renamed
5: that fish. brown ale several no Yeah. So. JP, yeah. your Damn. jam. I love brown ale.
2: Killer, browns. killer beer. You know, yeah. And I'm looking down the list. You had a ton of good beer on, and most of it hoppy. But I was like, I got to try the one that's like not like all the others. And so good. That's Thanks, a great man. beer. Thank you. Yeah. That's I a- just had two pints of that and didn't even touch another beer at the place. That was actually a guest tap from Beer a- <laughs> so. Yeah, right, right. Uh, I did almost leave with a six-pack of Monterey beer. Oh, yeah. What is that?
8: That's our light lager. Local light lager. It's a uh, like a heritage brand from the 1930s and 40s that we kind of revived and okay. tracked down the family who was related to the old – it was the Salinas Brewing Company – on and off from like the late 1800s, and okay, the can art is literally the same can art as like those cone top cans from the early forties.
2: Oh yeah, that's cool. It's rad. So do you make that biggie? Because it's a, it was in six pack cans I saw. Yes, you're making that at the Salinas facility. Mm-hmm. So you you open with a brew pub, basically Correct, in yeah. Monterey. Uh-huh. There's a brew system there. Yeah, because I didn't even ten, see that barrel system. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, was, yeah, that's right. There. It's behind. There's like a glass wall with the okay. With the brew house. I went straight back to the beer yeah. garden. It's the only place there, there was go. room. You guys were <laughs> packed, so uh, good for you. Oh, thanks. Uh, but I went straight back there. Okay, so you start brewing on that, um, and then how long do you open up production?
8: It's about two and a half years. I want to say we were. We basically opened the production facility. Just so we could have more beer on tap, because I had four, we had four fermenters at our brew pub, and we just we just wanted to have more options for people that was you know our beer. Hmm. Were you
2: having to carry guest taps just to keep up? We were, and that
8: was a great thing, and and I really enjoyed that. Uh, but I was it, it came down to the point where we had like one beer, and we were basically riffing like three different you know. Yeah. Styles
5: it, yeah, we beer. had definitely at one point like a spicy version of an IPA, a nitro version yeah. of that same IPA. <laughs> I you
2: know, see. Like, Chili peppers, mm-hmm. nitro. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised to hear that because That's I went cool. to your website and I went to your Our Beer page. Now, anybody listening right now, once want you to go to alvaradostreetbrewery.com. Uh. Well, it doesn't look like it for one. There's good information. But what I want to point out is if you go to Our Beer, you click that tab. And then there are four different topics there. You can go to hoppy, you can go to malt-centric, you can go to light, and you can go to kettle sour. What I'm getting at is the sheer amount of different beers you guys have brewed is absolutely ridiculous. I was thinking you're 10 years old with the amount of different beers you have. There's like... I'm gonna just throw out two hundred something styles of, or different beers here that I went. I was going down the list, looking I, at.
5: I think I talked with our social media guy last week, and I think he said it was something like four hundred. Okay, but that's including a lot of the same beer. No that's on Nitro Or yeah, you know, different treatments, perhaps. I,
2: okay, so you just done a, maybe just different named because there's a lot, and I think it's cool actually that they're they're clearly archived here. Like every beer you've ever made is probably on this website. I think yeah. that's good. Hopefully, hopefully.
8: There if, might be a couple missing. If, yeah,
5: Broxley did his job.
2: How dare yeah, yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, there's really just a ton of them. Yeah, that's a lot. Can I ask you about this though? The your your, your beer names. Yeah. Which are uh, you guys like puns and you like pop culture puns? Yeah, a lot of that, for sure. Which I like, like like Hazing Saddles, for example. Uh, Blazing Saddles is like my favorite all time movie. Just putting that out there. Uh, sorry, uh, Godfather, then Blazing Saddles. Uh, How dare you? Then. Do you guys get in trouble for this shit though? Like Occas- occasionally, you do,
8: but not like trouble. People people are pretty nice about it. The, the cease and desist we've gotten, we didn't like do it on purpose to get a cease and desist. Although some people would like to probably say that's the case,
2: but they think you out like the free publicity.
8: No, they're they're cool. Like off, even though like Anheuser Busch, we did uh beer with our friend Peter Hoey, who's the
2: you know brewmaster owner. Of yeah, we and were just talking about his beer.
8: Yeah, so it was it was Hoey Garden, and we <laughs> did that. It was, it was clearly it's like It's his name, joke. come yeah. on, yeah. yeah. The Anna's Roboster's like, oh, you know, we we know that this is a collab with your friend, Peter Hoey, like dropping names in the season. Oh, of the okay, like, you know, like, okay. They're like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just, you know, give like three weeks to sell it, and then just don't do it again. Right, deal. Okay. Like, okay. Sweet.
2: That's pretty nice of them,
8: actually. But it was a wit, so it took, you know, months to move, but...
2: See, I've gotten people yell at me more than that. Like, uh, people have used my my logo. And I'll do the same thing. I'll be like, look, I'm not trying to cost you any money. Just, like, sell what you have. And they'll be dicks back to me. Like, fine. What, what, you're the only hop grenade? Yeah, actually, that's my fucking point. I'm the only (laughs) hop grenade. Uh... Anyhow, you guys haven't gotten any serious like. Actually, we do get one like pretty harsh
8: one with uh with our with our buddies at Seller Maker. We got um, okay, was brewed there. That's funny,
2: serious but with your buddies, with our buddies. Yeah, Yeah.
8: exactly. It was uh it was big lots, and uh, it was basically a pun on. But that's like a direct, hops. yeah. And, uh, yeah, they they were pissed. And really? That one actually got, like, a little a little crazy, but we, okay. we got through it.
2: And they just get, it, usually what happens is a cease and desist is just, if you're going to stop, it's over, right? Yeah, it's nothing, like, you're nothing f- like, it never,
8: like, impacted our businesses or anything, but that one wasn't, like, a nice cease and
2: desist. Right. If there is such a... Thing. If I'm Big Lots and, and a boutique... High end great brewery puts that brand on a beer. I'm like, I love you guys right now. Can we brew more so I sell it at Big Lots? Yeah, wow. that'd be sweet. Think, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm Kmart or Big Lots, like, your brand needs some help, is what I'm saying. Yeah, we're <laughs> like,
5: yeah, so. uh, yeah exactly. It's not the well, other way around. I think the issue was that we were also selling branded toasters and beach blankets and oh yeah we went I'm for the sorry. whole, the uh, whole all useless with their item b- thing of big lots mm-hmm. the whole yeah. theme
2: it was great i see just really to run you just one. you guys like you're not doing it for to like steal brand recognition you're just doing it to be funny when, when I, mean, I, things know, come
8: up. I mean it's more to just amuse ourselves i think right at the end of the day well, that's what so, i mean yeah mm. but okay. yeah 100 percent.
0: but you're not afraid of like getting i mean now nah. it, it would seem like you get a cease and desist and then you go hey maybe we should not you know do the next one Do yeah like make the artwork so similar or whatever but do you just not yeah, do, I mean, is it, all is all it all like, all a, like a badge of honor to get a season no, assist no. like that or no, not at do you think all, about them at all I guess I think, I think we're
8: just having fun with what we do and if, yeah. that, if that happens we gotta you know deal with it then mm-hmm. I mean, I think See,
5: in general too we've been trying to pull back from the the pun game a little bit because we we we're
2: pretty of, heavy on the puns it's it's too bad they're so funny that. i like yeah. them and to me if it's a if it's a big enough brand in pop culture which is that's what i seem to see you guys focusing on if it's like a pop culture brand i don't mind i think it's funny i don't mind it you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not, it, like, other than, like, taking some other, like, it, it's like you, some other small brewery who's, like, worked really hard for that brand, and it's just their brand, and then it's, nobody else even gets the joke, you just took their brand, that's fucking different. But who doesn't get the joke, hazing saddles? That's hilarious. That's pop culture.
8: We made an entire production out of that beer with Dave. You did? Yeah. Uh, central figure. There's a, there's a video. Did you do screenings did. of blazing
2: saddles um, at the brewery? Should I was uh, a riding a horse on the beach. <laughs>
8: Right? Yeah, horse. Yeah, yeah. First yeah. time
2: on a horse. Oh, my God. We made him drink a
8: lot that day, too. And I, yeah,
2: he I was rode kind of a blazing saddle. I was, pretty <laughs> dr- I was pretty drunk,
8: too,
7: on, on the horse. <laughs> on the horse?
8: Yeah.
2: I think that's allowed on a beach. A right? bunch of scenes
8: that we never even put into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave. Gotta ch- you got to walk into that bar again. Cabernet. The and <laughs>
7: Cabernet. Drinking.
8: Uh... Did
2: you ride the horse into a bar?
7: No. I, uh, I, I rode it just down the beach um, uh, near... Uh,
2: down in the, yeah, near Marina. I need yeah. to see this video. You guys have to send me a link to oh, this video. Good. Absolutely. Is it on your social media or something? everyone Instagram. can see? It? We, we do okay. some, some silly stuff.
7: We so have a special bro- horse in there as well. One of our brewers uh, owns a uh, mini horse. Right? M- miniature, oh, miniature, miniature pony. pony. Nice. <laughs> named Piccolo. Named <laughs> Piccolo. That uh, is a legend. and a mini horse. Uh, it's like uh, walking a dog. It's pretty cool, actually.
2: That is cool. I was reading recently about... Um, service animals Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know this is going to sound random but uh, under uh under service animals i think there's two different kinds there's service animals and there's emotional support animals Um, not all animals can be emotional um support animals and be allowed into a bar but so dogs this is california state law by the way dogs have to be allowed and miniature horses have to be allowed that's awesome. I, I believe it. For emotional support animals. Now, service animals, that's a whole different thing. But the emotional support ones, you don't have to let in, like, somebody's pet ferret or fucking koala or whatever else. But you do have to let them in with their miniature horse. And you have to let them in with their dog. And I thought that was just oh, kind of fantastic. random with the horse. Yeah. It's a follow-up so, video. And now I've just been waiting for someone to come in yeah, with a horse. So,
3: uh, listeners out there, if I'm you into have a miniature support,
2: I can't stop support you.
3: animal, please. Bring it. it. Bring so Piccolo is loud at <laughs> feel like I feel like
2: Hopkernian needs a Piccolo visit. My staff hates um, me right now, but I feel like... Like yeah, we need a Piccolo visit.
3: Oh, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm.
7: Piccolo's pretty special.
2: Uh, just be aware at your own place too. If you own a bar in California, a public place, you gotta let the miniature horse in.
3: I could, I could only hope that someone would come.
2: Yeah, right.
3: I used, to, we used to have a guy that came with his cat. He had a uh, he had a, a support cat and it would sit on the chair and he would feed it little pieces of hot dog.
0: I hate we, that so much. We have <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> that pisses me the fuck off. Now, so oh much. god! If it, it, it was a
2: if it's a service animal again, which means it has like a specific skill, um, mm-hmm. you'd have to let the cat in. But if someone came here and said, and I said, "What is your cat?" and they said it's an emotional support cat, I don't have to let the cat in. Oh. I probably would though.
5: We have we have one customer, one of our regulars that goes to both Salinas and Monterey, who has a
6: M- macaw. macaw oh, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah.
5: yeah. His name is Tonto. He's like 26 years old. This wow. guy rides Harley with a cage on the back, and this <laughs> will bring the bird in, and the bird just
0: hops <laughs> around, just on I would, I would literally get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Any Saturday night, he's it uh, out. out here with Pretty scary. Airing. Get out, <laughs> yeah. get uh, out. I'm, I'm
2: consuming food. Leave me alone. Right. Yeah. The bird's probably cleaner than most of the humans around you, though. I'm thinking,
0: yeah, but they're not like fluttering around <laughs> in my beer, you know what I mean? Usually, yeah, <laughs> pooping on the counter.
2: All right, tell me about the pilsner in my glass because I've been enjoying it since about five o'clock.
0: Which glass,
2: <laughs> yeah? I mean, yeah. this
0: is a peninsula
8: pilsner. This is a German style kind of hoppy pilsner. We've been brewing it, uh, yeah, since we opened in 2014. Uh, it's actually the hoppiest beer we make, is it really on the hot side, yeah. Okay. We is really? Duff this thing full of whole cone hops and a huge whirlpool, all like noble style hops. Okay. Um, and we dry hop it a little bit too.
2: Because I was saying, Teresa and I were, our palates were disagreeing on this, that my first sip of it, I was like, wow, that's really bitter. That's a firm bitterness pilsner. Uh, a yeah. couple sips in, and it's fine. Now I'm just tasting like nice, noble hops. Yeah, it's
8: kind of snappy. It doesn't really like linger. The
2: yeah, but big. the first taste, it really did. Um, but Teresa felt different. She thought it was a little low on the bitter side.
3: Yeah, I, I'm Lower, one of those people. Anyway. I can drink the bitterest beer in the world. Nice. Got it. <laughs> <No
6: problem>. but <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: But yeah, it's wonderful. The hop, the nose and flavor so floral and pleasant. Well, no. Thank you. I love this thank beer. You.
8: Appreciate it. Yeah, we love this beer, too. and we. God, I probably put more brain power into this beer than
2: a lot of other ones. We've changed it it. so many times,
8: but I'm pretty happy with where it's at right now. Peninsula
2: Pilsner, that's what it's called. Honestly,
3: Uh, I think that's... I mean, you guys have made a lot of different beers, but it's so cool to have made this beer and just push it forward and just tweak it and tweak it and tweak it. Oh, my God, yeah. Sometimes I worry about breweries that never go back to the same thing. It's because how are you going to develop your you know develop that perfect pilsner if you don't have a lot of time with it.
8: Yeah, I mean pilsners just one of those styles where I think, you know, there's just it's, there's so much complexity going on even though it's like a really simple nuanced style. Mm-hmm. You can especially with noble hops. I think need a little bit of love in the world. And I think the spear's a good showcase for that and or I really like the noble hops that we have this year and past years it wasn't really totally psyched on the hops that we had, but this year they're pretty nice. We got quite a bit of them, which is good. What are they in it? Um, so it's tetaning German tetaning There's some middle fruit and then check saws, maybe a little saffur too. Mm. Um, but check saws on the dry hop and then uh, it's whole cone tetaning flowers Wow. when we oh, knock, wow. we knock yeah. out onto those. And, and Why it makes whole Biggie's con- day really difficult, so sorry. To
2: uh, right. Why whole cone? Was it, was that just the better batch or what? It was more like we have this hop back. We never use it. So I see.
8: You know, mm. let's, let's stuff that you thing. Like, let's add gram. a couple
2: hours
5: to the end of my day.
8: Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, we used go. to we, for years. It's funny. We've gone back and forth so many times. We used to dry hop it, and then we didn't dry hop it. Now we dry hop it again, but it's like it's a small amount. It's like maybe three quarters of a pound per barrel. Um, but I just think the whole cone flowers add a lot of oil, hmm. and they you know they they give you that bitterness too. Sure. I, think. Uh, I don't know. It's just something fun to do. with Whole, whole cone flowers. We don't use whole cone in... Really, any other beers? So it's kind of fun to, yeah. Maybe a little more traditional.
2: Okay, I wouldn't. You know, it's I I want to call it a Bohemian Pills. I guess if I had to really describe it to somebody, I'd say like Bo Pills. But I think it has a clear like American craft take on it.
8: Yeah, it's too hoppy for like a traditional
2: German pills. Yeah. yeah,
8: maybe the bitterness, but the aroma is more maybe more American style, I guess.
2: Yeah, the aroma gets a little like a little sweeter, perfumey, or something like that. I mean, it's still close to a. You could probably even enter it as a pills and maybe do well. But I would just, I would go. Uh, it's like a American craft version of that.
8: I mean, STS and Pivo, are mm. definite. You know, influences on this beer? Sure. All day. Yeah. So we love and, and worship those
2: beers. I think yours is a little... See, now I'm going to end up agreeing with you, Pasudi. Yours is a little softer than both of those. Just a little mm-hmm. bit.
3: Yeah, it's not It's not it's, so dry. It's, I mean, it's like the the balance comes through and it kind of goes over your palate and doesn't like crash and burn and dryness, mm-hmm. you know, like some Pilsners do. Yeah. I, it's, it's an awesome beer, though. Mm-hmm. Thank
2: you. Mm-hmm. Drinkable. Mm-hmm. This is in cans but, also? Yep. Cool. Yeah. So you brew this at the big brewery. hmm Yeah,
5: and I'd say probably leading to that bitterness, or I'd say the water profile makes a huge difference. We've got an RO system installed maybe, what, two years, a year and a half year, ago?
8: year and a half ago, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so
5: that allows us to play around with that Pilsner recipe a lot
2: more than we had before. It's definitely like a softer but profile it than it was. We were using before. more
5: of a Czech water profile, but... Mm. Yeah, definitely. But now I just quite a bit.
2: Did you think that you guys didn't have the best brewing water out there in Salinas or you just wanted to be able to build it exactly what you want?
8: It was more just being, you know, crazy about, you know, just basically looking at our water profile and being able to do anything we want and being flexible. Mm. So, it was, yeah, it was definitely came down to like recipe and just flexibility with water. Okay. Uh, the brewing water wasn't great. Um, it's not, it's not horrendous, pretty hard. Yeah. It works well with West Coast IPA, just on its own, but we still we still treat the West Coast IPA water profile. Okay. But our our, our water profile at, that we brew with at our pub, we don't treat the water at our pub, and I think it
2: makes fantastic West Coast beer. And it's different than what you get in Salinas, huh?
8: We actually model the one in Salinas pretty close to the one in, at the pub in terms of the West Coast water profile. Okay. Maybe the
2: calcium might not be as high, but... It's pretty close. I would have thought it's the same source. It's not all that far, Selena.
8: It is the same source, but Selena, it's basically we're using mostly RO. Okay. We just build it back.
2: Uh, oh, now I see. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's all right. Okay, and then I just took a. You You also brought us a pale ale. Yeah. A clear pale ale. Yeah, we make we make plenty of clear beer, <laughs> or try to. It's not that clear; it's a little bit of hop. Oh, it looks pretty clear. Just a little bit. Yeah, that's clear that's beer. <laughs> it's a light straw color. Like you guys even thought that maybe my pilsner was the pale ale because kind of the, almost the same SRM. Um, you guys describe this as a uh, it's strata West Coast pale ale. I love this pale ale. This, is, Thanks, this is my jam. Right. I'm glad I didn't go to the Pale Ale straight away. I never would have had the Pilsner. I would have just stuck with the Pale Ale. So, it's, it's pretty this, this is a
5: beer we're yeah very hyped on, especially with our Strata selection we have. This is with our new 19 selection.
2: So like 2019 crop, you're yep. saying? Yeah. It's so a brand new Strata. Brand
8: spanking new Strata.
2: Wow. It's, nice. wow.
8: it's ridiculous. We're pretty psyched on it. Is this
2: a new... Has Strata been around for a little bit, or is it like a new variety? So I
8: think it's the second year that it's being... It's sold as strata. The year prior was like experimental. It's really pretty 30, new. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's, all right.
0: But even at the Sierra Nevada Fest, there were mm-hmm. a lot of people on those panels talking would drop about it. strata, like as one of their favorite or the ones they're using a lot. And so it's yeah, sort of uh, the new hype. Yeah.
2: How would you describe the hop?
0: You know, I green, green leafy has oils in it and <laughs>
2: that kind. Yeah, got Green it. pine
8: cone. Yeah. Yeah. right. Cross on a vine. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I I actually get a lot of
8: similarity to some of the the southern hemisphere hops from Strata. Like, mm-hmm. I get sort of like a diesel-y passion fruit tropical thial-y kind of character. Um, yeah, that's similar sure. to like Nelson or or, or Some of the hops down there that are just so unique in in terms of almost like Sau- Sauvignon Blanc white wine. I, I get yeah. a lot of that from from this hop. It's almost like a American version of those hops. to it's me.
0: like yeah, I get like a like a diesel cantaloupe almost like under ripe mango kind of thing Mm -hmm. like all just in one this weird yeah super punchy i absolutely love this hop
2: and it's funny that diesel is like a good quality, but in this it is because I mean, it's not overbearing. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I like it in this. I think a little diesel and fruit. Like usually, it's like, oh, okay, that one has too much kerosene. You know I, but I, this one, I, it's. I, in fact, I didn't think diesel until you said it, yeah. uh, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that is there.
0: I wonder if it is sort of becoming more prevalent in newer hops because uh, before, again, Sierra Nevada Fest, um, before one of the panels they were doing. Uh, a bunch of hop, you know, rubbings and stuff, and they had a bunch of brewers come in to try to pick a blend, p- pick a blend for the new ALS, like hop, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the hops, I forget what the, I forget what it was called. I think I just had a number. I got a lot of diesel out of it, mm-hmm. and then, mm-hmm. so I wonder if, like, you know, we're trying to pull these flavors out of these hops, and like in the hop talk, they were talking about really focusing on breeding for, um, you know, s- s- strength and um, disease
2: resistance. Thank you very and, much. That's yeah. a
0: better term. Um, and I wonder with. Some of that comes, some of that diesel, and so I wonder if if that is going to be just a little more accepted, sure. Uh, because it used to be, yeah, kind of like, oh, that's weird, but now we're like, but oh, that's yeah, was... right there, and then and then here, but we have all this
2: other stuff too. It just used to be, whenever I detected it, it was really strong too. Yeah. So yeah, is this a hundred percent strata in this beer? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent strata. Wow. So do you use it
3: in different spots, like? Obviously, you're gonna dry hop, but like, do you also do like a little bit of oil and a little bit of whirlpool? And
8: yeah, it's like whir- whirlpool, definitely. Yep. Uh I don't know if we bitter with it. We might bitter with like some like we bitter with a lot of uh, usually mosaic or Simcoe extract just to get like a baseline IBU established, usually like under ten, mm-hmm. okay. and then we just kind of go I mean, big, big in the like, whirlpool.
5: Yeah, something like one to one and a half pounds of barrel the whirlpool per. Yeah,
8: for
0: barrel. So you do you do some boil additions? Uh, we do normally, put hops in the boil, normally, yeah. normally <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like three, okay. but, yeah. Yeah. but like, yeah. but like, an like a laundry pellet. It's like nobody does that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well brew a fucking amber ale next. You know, like nobody does that anymore. So I, think, yeah. I like that, and I I think that there is something to that. I think all these late edition hops, it, it, there's, there's you're missing a dimension. I totally agree. Yeah,
8: and and I think. You can Especially benefit, for a beer like this. You can benefit your beer a lot by adding hops earlier in the boil. I mean, I think with head retention, it, it definitely yeah. helps. And, but for a pale ale, I mean, yeah. yeah.
2: But you're saying extract was your bittering addition, like hop extract? Yeah, so like CO2,
8: hop extract. Okay. Uh, but that's that's for some beers. Some beers will do, like, we'll even rock the first wort addition from time to time. Okay. Damn, Just bro. for fun.
2: Hops everywhere.
8: That's yeah, some old school yeah, shit. Yeah. It's fun.
2: <laughs> and this beer is not filtered? You guys don't do no fining, no filtering? This all,
8: this has a little bit of biofine.
2: Okay. It you filter other beers?
8: No, we don't filter any beer. Um, Just a little bit of Biofine and some of our West Coast styles. Okay. Um, You know, I would even call this a little, maybe, it's not too, you can't be too clear, I guess, with with West Coast style, but I like a little bit of Hop Haze, I think, in those beers. It's kind of, from my point of view, I I really like that. Yeah. Just a little bit.
0: How many different styles do you have in production at one time? I I know that'll change, but just like in general. I mean, we shoot we come out full with like f- with? we, what's well, a lot of IPA, obviously a lot of hobby beer. Uh, We're trying. To, I'm, not, I'm I'm trying not to focus on that. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we we'll generally have like <laughs> an go. IPA, yeah. a pilsner,
5: a couple West Coast, like separate from the hazy side, something goofy, yeah, and when like a dark beer every once in a while. But we have. I mean, honestly yeah. Silliness, we have we have eleven fermenters and two lager tanks, and then some some other bright stuff that we so. I think, I think it's pretty varied.
8: And yeah, pretty We exciting. try, We try and, and mix it up for sure, but it's, it's generally like a lot of hobby stuff.
2: Yeah. Do you have any like flagship beers that are always there? Like Monterey beer is always there, right?
8: Yeah, so the yeah. other flagship beer we have is, is called Mai Tai PA. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. I've had uh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a 100% mosaic West Coast IPA. Okay. We've been rocking that one for
2: a long time.
5: With, with, and, with the uh, first wort hop edition. There's, yeah, a little two pounds. There we go. Wort.
2: You? Two pounds. Two pounds. Yeah. What, you just had, didn't have anything to do with two pounds of hops? <laughs> two pounds?
8: Three pounds? I don't know. It's, it's three now.
5: We it's needed rice now. holes inside. Yeah, They're like, heavy. what does the two like,
2: pounds oh, yeah. do? You guys are, now you're just like, well. <laughs> it's like, it's like five
8: us, like, or six views or something
3: so like
2: Does it? Okay. Justin, it sounds
3: ridiculous, but it does a couple things. It helps the it, helps it not to boil over. Ah, okay. And honestly, I really think, like, a little bit of first-word hop gives it some shelf stability. Yeah. I don't know if you guys sure. have it,
2: it
8: would be hard to pick out any contribution from kettle hops when you're just dry hopping at the high hill and back. But yeah, true. Yeah.
3: And, and what's the batch size on this three-pound
8: Twenty twenty barrels, 26 barrels.
3: No, I, I don't know, I don't know. I, th- I think you guys are going to mm. benefit out of this, whether or not like you believe yeah. me or not. I, I, I think like,
8: we'll always do it regardless, just because it's, it's like putting on your it's lucky the way socks. done it. Yeah, well, right, yeah. It, yeah. Helps,
3: it helps us all to respect you more. So, uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: For no, for no other reason.
2: Yeah. Not me. I think you're wasting three pounds of hops. <laughs> Could be. You never know. No, clearly it's working. You guys make good beer. So you yeah, just clearly. keep the two flagships, and then you guys, you are you know, because we all just want the next new beer, you just make you the know. next new beer all the time.
8: Yeah, I mean, we come back to a lot of beers. I mean, we, we'll, okay. we'll definitely come back to to a lot of, you know, ones that we know people like, ones that <laughs> we like to drink. Um do you ever consider like
0: ditching loggers and just staying away from it and, and No, turning if we want to do with more like, with like weird shit or goofy stuff. That's we do so much did. goofy shit already. Yeah. We're kind of chilling off the goofy. Are stuff Are you coming for a minute, back? But. Like coming back to oh. sort of more classic styles then? Because the reason I ask that is because at the fest, I don't know why I keep like drawing from that. Because
2: you there, haven't gotten out of the house in eight months. That's true. Except at, to at Disneyland. The, yeah, at the best time of my life. Right. We're going to hear about this for like the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, we were talking,
0: there's a lot of loggers. And I think last year, there was even less. Two years ago, I don't think you can go to a hop harvest festival and see this many loggers. Yeah, And so it just seems like, with all the hazy IPA talk and all the, well, every brewery needs to make money bullshit, people are still brewing lagers. Because yep. at the end of the day, that's what we all kind of want to drink. Something
8: you can drink, yeah, exactly.
0: So are you are you guys seeing that, too, with sort of your production, your demand? We've been I doing lagers for a long time.
8: But, I mean, in the summer, we're, we're ripping through lager. Even right now, like Monterey beer, mm. flies. I, I feel um, like
5: we're definitely making more than, like, at least double than we were two years ago, maybe. As far for as sure. Lagers. For yeah. sure. Wow. Volume-wise. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Well, but we also just
8: made like a banana daiquiri beer. Yeah. Okay. We keep it, yeah. we keep all it all silly. All well, righty then.
5: <laughs> Do
0: you. You got to try it. It's kind of. It's we got pretty to. fun. No, I don't think
5: I want to. Oh, you it. You're like. <laughs> <It's> you're <laughs> Mr. Tiki Bar.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, just,
2: just tiki bar
3: yeah. Just just get out of the brewery and go to the Tiki Bar in your brain.
2: And then order yeah. it there. Yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. Just, uh, maybe. Just change your environment as well. think all. about it. It's not my environment. Do you ferment your lagers cold? Oh, Yeah.
8: 50 okay. 52. You do. 52 to 55 kind of depends on
2: You don't do like this 3-day warm Fast, logger, bullshit logger thing.
8: No, I mean back in the day I think we would maybe do like we would start it just to get the yeast kicked off, maybe start it a little warm and then and then bring it down, but mm-hmm. now we we do, we've been going cold for for years. Okay. Nice.
2: Yeah. No kvike in there to make a pilsner. No 100 degree
8: you know. pills. No. No. No, no. no. no estery pill kind of That's amazing with all like with
0: all the the like the goofy stuff you guys are doing, you still have time to keep those in there. As Absolutely. I mean it's need. really
8: important to us and you know we're we we're in this cuz we like to drink beer obviously, so we got to make stuff that we yeah. we like to. I mean we we drink everything that we make obviously. We're not going to make anything that's going to be off-putting to ourselves or something that we're not proud about. Like, even the banana daiquiri on paper, everyone's like, I don't know about that. That's yeah. pretty, pretty weird. But so, it came out and we're all like, man, I had like two Dax last
2: night. <laughs> so what, describe the, what is in this beer that makes it a banana daiquiri beer. There's just like thousands
8: of pounds of daiquiri
0: or daiquiri. It's a banana yeah. daiquiri.
8: <laughs>
7: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it's well. literally in the name. Well played.
7: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it tastes like a banana runt. If you ever
0: had one of those. Oh yeah, I remember runts. Yeah. Yeah. Those were like the worst can. Those were like. <laughs> <laughs> if you give me a box of runts. The banana <laughs> ones are the. I oh, the bananas are my favorite. Really? You're the banana guy. I would save the banana. Bananas. Like wow. banana, laughing,
3: oh, yeah. You probably I would I just got been like been a happy. whole pile of bananas left. So
0: Here's the question. That was me for sure. Here's, how about how about the uh, coconut um, jelly bellies? Were you that guy too? No. Okay. <laughs> no.
2: Good. JB, don't be ridiculous. All right. Sorry. <laughs> just making sure. So a
8: bunch of the bananas butter, popcorn, are in the beer? And yeah, a shitload of lactose. And <laughs> yeah. um, a bunch okay. of lime, too, to kind of counteract that lactose. Oh, okay. So okay. It works. It's you weird. Know, you got to just try it. Don't knock it until you try it. I,
2: I, I, I'll so try it. So it is
3: it. on going tap. To oh, we have it's not too. impossible. If oh, it's
2: here? Us. Fuck, I have to try yeah. it now because I said I'd try it. It is here. You said you'd try it? Yeah, I just did before I knew it was here. I didn't think they were going to call me on it. Well, if you. Okay, well, let's,
0: we should try it together because I really 100%. don't want to,
2: but I will. No, we should try it. All right. We should try it. Uh, no, we'll take a quick break, Beav. Beef. Beav's asking me if we want to do that. Why don't we do that? We'll take a quick break. Uh, we want to try some other beers, too, of course. And now we're roped into that, JP. I bet, <laughs> I bet you're going to love it. I, I bet you're going to get a tattoo of it it. it.
0: it will literally be my first lactose, goofy, trendy bullshit beer. If, like
2: if you like honey or first no, no, no. time you've first ever, time tried I've tried it? ever tried it. Oh, you've never even. Oh, I know. See, listen, you can so, have so such a strong <laughs> opinion without sure ever even trying it. I know that I
0: don't like getting hit by a bus <laughs> without having to get hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know what I mean? I feel like that's not a great comparison. But no, it's literally <laughs> no, it's not. Battery it's bus coming at you. Yeah, <laughs> that's we're right. We're going with it. We're going to change the name Slam to it right now back. too. All right, let's Zachary try. Battery <laughs> bus is actually a good name. <laughs> it's the session, and we'll be right back with Alvarado Street. Hey motherfuckers! This is Doug from fucking society. You're listening to the session on the fucking Bruin Network. Fuck you. Are
0: we, are we allowed to cut?
2: All right. Welcome back to the session. Thank you, Dougie. 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 Oh, my guy. I know. He's our dude. He He's him. great. I love that guy. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are hanging out with the boys from Alvarado Street Brewery. They're in uh, Salinas and Monterey, um, and they're making great beer. And JP and I <laughs> promise to try Are stupid Banana Daiquiri. What's it called? The beer actually called?
5: It's called Daiquiri Island.
2: Daiquiri Island. Banana <laughs> edition. But okay, So it's a series. Yeah, yeah. It's we're going to have more than one. Start of, of something future. special. I love this. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's also a new reality show. Uh, daiquiri Island. It's,
5: that actually relates to what we were just talking about on uh, the way back into the studio. Yeah. Is
2: that right? That. It's,
5: well, it's like there's, you know, it's like the reality TV show. Of
2: games, oh, yeah, you know? yeah. Guilty pleasure. It's Banana Taco version. Taco Bell. Of, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So I could tell, you know, it's uh it looks like a cocktail. So I, I picked it out of the lineup. Um,
0: yeah. I'm actually recording myself doing this because no one's gonna believe
2: it. no one believe he did it. I mean it smells like banana daiquiri, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I
3: just can't stop smelling it.
2: Right? It smells it great. And it also it
3: smells
0: wonderful. like a banana runt.
2: Like a runt, yeah. yeah. It's like hundred uh, yeah.
0: percent. Like banana chips or something. I see those. Yeah. Not paint chips, banana chips.
2: Oh. So what were the...
0: <laughs> I don't know. With some of the beers you're making, Could I'd be. be willing to bet there's a paint chip in there.
2: All right, wow. as we taste, describe it a little more for me. Like, what was the format of the banana that went in? I mean, was it like it was, a puree? It
8: was puree. Yeah, yeah it was puree. It's a pain in the ass to get it in. Uh, the boys made, weren't horrible too happy about the boxes. Yeah, horrible yield. Uh, did it, where did how do you it go?
3: Process. How do you make Sweet. bananas into puree?
8: I don't know. We blender, just got it into our period, threw a lot it in there. Puree. Oh, okay. Yeah, I okay. mean, it would be legit, but for to get the amount of banana character in this, we, it would have taken us months to oh, yeah. process that much banana. Totally on
3: board with that. I was, yeah. I thought <laughs> what you were saying was you guys made took bananas and made, and I was like, whoa, that's that legit. Would be cool.
2: But banana puree into the, into, the yeah, into the fermenter into the boil into the fermenter.
8: So we just we have like so for all our fruited kettle sours, we have this tank that we just dump drums of fruit into, and then we purge it, and then we recirculate it into the tank. Okay. Usually during towards the end of fermentation, we want there to be some fermentation left because it actually really helps with color stability, and hmm. and I don't know, I just I, you just get a better symphony of flavor rather than just adding it at the very end, and
2: okay. it just kind of sits in the cone. So this is kettle-soured also? It is. Lactose it is. added?
8: Lactose added. There's what, some what, what lime kind of? as well. Mm. Okay, we actually use lime crystals in this one,
2: which is pretty pretty interesting. And what yeast? What's your base yeast?
8: So in our kettle sour beers, that's a it's good a combination.
5: It's a it's a combination of four different yeast technically.
8: Okay, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's kind of like whatever we have yeah. on hand. Well, it's yeah, yeah we normally do kinds. half
5: half kind of a neutral yeast and then half more of an expressive yeast, that so will ferment, a little bit hotter.
8: We usually have both um, those lying around the brewery. So what's
5: that? Yeah. I'd say, I say at any given time you have four yeasts rolling at the brewery. Yeah, if you include lager, if, if,
8: yeah, a couple progressive er, expressive yeast, and then ale is always rocking around. Okay.
5: <laughs> but I don't, think, I don't think, think this is, this. is, this is not in, brewed intentionally to have any like yeast expressive yeast character. Okay,
8: really, we're just going for like lactic acid, like clean ferment, relatively clean fermentation in terms of like low ester, and then yeah, fruit. And okay. It's a
0: it's a it's f- simple it's a fruit delivery device really exactly yeah. exactly
2: but it has I mean but it has tartness to it yeah uh, yeah and I think the lime was a good call it might be a little too benign without lime like yeah. a little acidity from that right uh-huh. uh, I think it's fucking good <laughs> <laughs> I hate it and I'm like on the men- I don't yeah. hate yeah. I shouldn't say I hate that. I'm being yeah, overly should. dramatic when I say that. I just generally don't order them. But usually if I try, you know, I like to sip on them. And if, But if I saw it on the menu, I'm always going to be like, oh, pale ale, cool. Or brown ale, awesome. Take that. Like, that's what I'll do. So I shouldn't say I hate them, because I don't. Um, mm. But this is great. I would totally drink a pint of this. <laughs>
3: oh, it's awesome. amazing. I think mean, it's uh, really good. It's like a cocktail. <laughs> it doesn't taste anything like beer.
6: Right. We weren't so necessarily going for that. But, but yeah. well, guys, <laughs> that,
3: that's so, kind of the
6: point.
2: I think it doesn't taste like beer, but I also think it doesn't taste like a cocktail. Uh, I'm not a big yeah. cocktail drinker, actually. Those are too yeah. sweet for yeah. me, and this does not have that. This is a nice middle ground between a beer and a cocktail for me. If this were just a daiquiri, I would not like it. It'd be too, way too sweet for me. Yeah. But the tartness that's there um, and, you know, a little dryness, like, I like that middle ground. I think he did okay. But, yeah. I, hate, I hate to admit it, but I think he did okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would totally order this. Yeah, and now I want to taste the rest of their goddamn series. Oh no, as I don't they w- come out. What do you think, I, JP? It,
0: I, I think you're right. It doesn't. Teresa's right. It doesn't taste like a beer. But I understand that's what the guys aren't going for. But I wouldn't. Order it because that's what I want. I want to drink a beer. Yeah, I don't want to not drink a beer. And I think that's part, that's part of my problem with these sort of beers.
2: Is so you're looking for a beer,
0: I'm looking for a beer. Sure. And this is not a beer, and so therefore I don't want it. If I want a cocktail, I'm gonna like get a Mai Tai or some shit. I'm not gonna get a banana daiquiri. But. The, if the goal was to make a beer that tastes like bananas with sour and mm-hmm. fruit and and to be drinkable, this Nailed achieved, it. yeah, this achieved that. It's not disgusting. I thought it was going to be fucking disgusting because <laughs> every time I see these beers on Instagram, I'm not kidding. My stomach turned. Uh, it just goes like a blurp.
2: And even though you've never tried one, even though I never until tried one. now,
0: <laughs> and Your smelling it,
3: image of it, yeah, right. so horrible.
0: And smelling it, it made my stomach go kaboom.
2: <laughs> oh, you didn't like the aroma, even? I
0: didn't. It's just it was it's a, it's a it's a mind over matter thing. Okay, like I knew that I was I knew what I was smelling. The aroma is great. It smells great, but it just I knew that I knew You're- what it was. I knew what I was about to do, <laughs> and my my stomach felt ashamed. It's so good. Um, I would, so- but it, the flavors are great. It, I mean, everything's everything's handled very very well. Um, it's it's just um I I, it, it, like Dave said, it needs rum. Or even bourbon. I, yeah, mm. I drink it with rum.
7: Or you, you, actually, actually, you actually blend it? Yeah. No, I actually do ice. I, you know, put like a two ounces of rum and then I just top it with. And then, then
2: this start. is like your mixer for that. There's two, Exactly. There's and two.
7: Then it's, so it's an
0: extra alcoholic mixture.
2: Right. There's two so. things that
0: need to happen with this.
2: That's why he's Party Wave Dave, by the way. That's <laughs>
0: right. Uh, 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 rum. This? Oh, sorry. Warren and I have talked about this rum before. Rum Fire. Have you ever had Rum Fire? You ever know about Rum Fire? Mm-mm. It's a it's a light. It's not even an aged spirit. It's a clear spirit. It's rum, but it has these like fermented banana peel, funky uh, aromas and flavors to it. It's fucking great. It's such a good uh, such a good rum. That would be rad in here, mm-hmm. and a tequila would be good in here too. That's yeah, what I would. Need. So I would need. I basically would need a hard liquor in this yeah, to, okay. to, for me to be. There's, but. It's done really, really well, guys. But, but you're saying yeah, there's a mix. chance. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, good mix. Yeah, we'll take yeah. it. Yeah.
7: So I
3: want this to go in a slushing machine. It's so 100%. you guys have a come down to Monterey, want, we'll make that happen. I want okay. this over ice cream.
7: You
0: mm-hmm.
3: no. Don't you judge oh. me. Ban- but you. like there's plenty of lacrans in vanilla. it. it, vanilla. Would
0: it. Oh.
2: vanilla doesn't go with banana, does it? It could be you like can, sure. it could be like a uh, ice yeah. banana oh, ice yeah.
5: Cream, oh, yeah. Foster.
2: Yeah, this beer, yeah. this beer could absolutely take over two positions in my beer repertoire. Um, one of them is the obvious one, like uh, sitting on a warm beach instead of a daiquiri. I would rather drink this because I did everything else too. So I'd rather so so tropical island beer and. Breakfast beer, uh, forget oh, this. Forget beer. all this coffee stout shit. That's been like the breakfast beer for a long time. That's yesterday's news. <laughs> this is like a like a like a, a easy drinking smoothie for breakfast. You I drink know, a lot really, of smoothies it's for almost breakfast. almost like a mimosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This could easily take over my breakfast beer slot yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, in cans? Yes. Yep. All right, I'm gonna buy some. All right, <laughs> stock right. my fridge they're for sale. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, for you are for sale. they really? I never look, yeah. but. This, that's Reason being, because I shouldn't be having beers for breakfast. But now that I know it's there, well, it's probably going to happen.
0: We had one for breakfast yesterday.
2: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, That was distant. We were done working yesterday. That's true. So that was Sunday. Sunday morning breakfast beer easily take the place. Easy choice. And better than mimosas, too. I would drink that over a mimosa for a morning beer. I think you did well.
8: Thank you, thank you, thanks.
2: And you're probably selling a shit ton of this.
8: Yeah, I, I, would think, it's, I think it's gone. People,
2: People are, are liking it.
8: Part. There you go. <laughs> yeah. What's but, next in the series? Yeah, good this question. Which is, this is unfortunate because I'm drinking a ton of this. Ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, uh, strawberries in the tank right now. So we we went with banana out the gate. Now more traditional, right? Category, I guess uh, also it's a frozen
7: daiquiri inspired. Just to be clear,
8: sure. <laughs> so like a traditional, it's <laughs> a like a classic, garbage a classic daiquiri. Daiquiri is Sorry, yeah, yeah. different. Yeah, My very favorite. different. We should probably
7: speak to that. Yeah, I drink a. A lot of those uh, when I was a kid, but they were virgin. So virgin I was going to say, yeah, well, <laughs> well played,
0: pampered yes. upbringing. <laughs> look how I turned out. Yeah. That's why he's party wave Dave. he's, he's been riding the party wave I've been for drinking a mocktails long. for a long time. Yeah, why yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not? Next one will be Shirley Temples.
2: Spidey. Don't tempt them, right? <laughs> <Ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Okay, what's next here? I think we had the uh, West Coast IPA with New Zealand hops is the next one we wanted to try. Um, You guys have been using New Zealand hops for a couple years or what?
8: Yeah, so we just linked up with the guys at Freestyle Farms in New Zealand um, pretty recently. We were lucky enough to go out to New Zealand and select hops uh, last spring, which was an incredible experience. And you and I talked about it. You're gonna yeah, go I'm going to go. Our year.
2: new friends, in fact, we're going to talk to them later on today's show if you want to stick around. But uh, Hop Revolution is a new farm out there, and uh, I'm going to go to my first hop harvest out there. Which I'm really excited about. It's trip, man. You're going yeah. to love it. I'm going to go hang out in New Zealand for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> great um, But so what variety of hops are in this then? Because I thought that New Zealand was really like restricted to a couple varieties.
8: They actually have like quite a few. But, okay. uh, so Freestyle Farms, they, they have these experimental hops that they, you know, recently we were able to acquire some in, in a small quantity. This is a really small batch. This is a, like a little five-barrel tank that was just an experiment okay um and basically they blend these and package them in such a way that it kind of maximizes the the thials of Hmm. of the hops um basically exploring that component which you know a lot of thials can be give you that that passion fruit tropical diesel like we were talking about earlier a lot of that's we People think it's it's thiol based. Okay, uh, this particular one just has a number, and we threw it in a tank, and we're like, "Holy crap, this smells crazy!" Yeah, like a really, you know, it's like super mango heavy, can or candied melon. It's like it almost ma- smells it diesel again, though, too. but it's diesel, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: It almost smells like another cocktail beer. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I mean, it's it's yeah, it's, it's pretty over the so top
8: pretty. in yeah. terms of it's. I mean We dry it about a little over four pounds per barrel just to really get an idea of what it can bring to the table. And That'll do it. Oh, my God. Like if they had this commercially available, I would, I would stock up on this. Go right yeah, for it. It's around.
2: a little heavier on the diesel, I think. Definitely. It's a little more <laughs>
0: dank, a little more pungent. I
2: don't
0: there. get that. On, no, the, huh? on the pale ale, I got a lot. This, I don't get it at all.
2: Yeah, I'm the exact opposite. The other one was like, ah, oh, subtle. I'll take that. This one's a little stronger.
0: Yeah, but definitely a lot of lime, like lime juice in the aroma. I haven't even tasted it yet, but it it smells a lot like a Mai Tai like a, a like a trader a Trader Vic's Mai Tai okay like a I don't know it's I could, yeah, I could
2: and this is single hop all the way through too
0: no yeah it's no. actually it's actually our our base West Coast
8: IPA <laughs>
5: Biggie's like Biggie's no, man. No, no, no no it's mosaic hot side is mosaic yeah.
2: okay so but that's just for some alpha right like yeah. b- meaning like sixty minute hot side or, or Whirlpool hot side uh, 60 minute okay so that's just a little. Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, too,
8: actually. This is basically, yeah. it's basically Mai Tai beer, which is, we, we make a beer called Mai Tai. It's a West Coast IPA. It's a beer, it's like a staple beer of ours for a long time. And then we took undry-hopped Mai Tai beer and then dry-hopped it with these hops. This I see. It's a really clean okay. Okay. base. Mm-hmm. It's like super neutral fermentation. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a good way for us to kind of bounce some of these new experimental hops off of each well, other. Well, and you so guys know beer.
3: that beer so well, you can like subtract the flavor and aroma of that beer out in your mind. For sure, so you for can sure. Understand what this hop
8: is. Yeah, and that beer like undry hopped like is pretty bland anyway. So oh, okay. kind
3: of
8: take the dry hop out. It's not really. It's like a it's like a blonde. It's like yeah. high alcohol blonde kind of.
2: So if you go up when you go out for harvest, this is what you're going to be grabbing like some of this stuff too or other. No,
8: um, I don't think they'll not ready yet. I mean it's it's grown in such small quantity and mm. they, they process so little of it. I don't, I don't think this will be commercially available for a long time. Okay, but we're we're definitely like working with them and you know. Just as a soundboard for what this hop could do, and and hopefully they'll you know invest more of this hop. There's yeah. two others that we're working with as well.
2: Yeah, this is a great beer too. Thank you.
3: How did you get connected with these guys? Uh,
8: I just sent one of the owners and email like once a week for like three years and was,
2: like <laughs> oh, so it was easy oh, okay. but gotcha. what did you i mean I not you heard about them from somebody or did you like google new zealand Hop farm like what how did that
8: <laughs> um, yeah I, I had heard of them and and you know a couple friends in the industry put it put a word in for us and and that was that was really cool and we were you know able to get in with them and mm-hmm. I, th- I think uh you know they're they're expanding their operation too and i think you're going to be seeing more and more of their stuff okay. on, on the market, but I mean, they really pay attention to all the details and, and the science behind it, almost to a level that's there's almost like less bureaucracy than you would get even in the Pacific Northwest, like yeah. Washington or something. Not to say that that's. I mean, they're uh, unbelievable advancements up there as well. Right. It's like a small farm in New Zealand versus, you know, a big, like kind of American, you know, hop broker, one of the biggest hop brokers in the world.
2: Sure. Yeah. That's how the hop revolution people seem to be too. There's like, yeah, we have, they have control over everything and nobody's fighting over trademark yet. Like, it's not like stuff, you know, they're just, let's just make great hops. Let's make great New Zealand hops and see if we can get them to brewers. So exactly. I like this beer. I think it's good. I hope they come out with more of that too. All right. And then Hazy Double IPA. I don't have a name in front of me. You guys just sent the description, Hazy Double IPA. Uh, is that what it is?
0: Yeah. Three words that I love.
2: Right. Yeah. Pool.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, Which a, yeah. is a
2: collaboration. <laughs> All right. It's not a cl- collaboration with the band Tool, is it? No, it's, no. it's no. T'Ul. T'Ul. Ah, the brewery. Uh,
8: yeah, exactly.
2: In uh, Denmark? Denmark, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. T'Ul. Ah. Got it. So this is a, f-
8: a fun beer we did with them, and we just put a lot of, lot of sexy hops in here. There's Nelson and Mosaic and Strata, and uh, it's just super oily profile. And, and the yeast we fermented this with is pretty neutral, um, so it's not really estuary. You don't get that really overwhelming
2: kind of sure.
8: pineapple fruit kind of thing. It's more of just like big hop.
2: Right. You know. So is my palate beat up now late in the show? Probably. Or <laughs> to me, the Pilsner that I first had a sip of before the show had a firmer bitterness than this double IPA does.
8: Yeah, this this yes. this, uh, this is like a hazy IPA, so the bitterness is it's definitely a little more soft. Okay. Um yeah. Than, than what you would get. I think on paper the Pilsner's like probably close to 40 IBU and I think on paper this one's about half that but oh it is still time, low okay it's pretty low bitterness on paper but i mean the dry hop in this is is pretty hefty and we, we usually pick up quite a bit of perceived
2: bitterness from dry hop. how many pounds per barrel of dry hop in and you're in a double ipa for you
8: uh you know it r- really ranges i mean over the years that answer has changed considerably what but, about this one um, though? This, this one's like close to eight eight, yeah. eight
2: pounds per yeah,
8: barrel so god seven, no so wonder maybe seven, maybe seven i think you, it's i think it's like I think you can round
2: up yeah. Wow, hop growers love you guys. They're like, yeah, they're like, <laughs> they're like oh, <laughs> Alvarado, we love them. Yeah.
3: So that's how, how much does that take out of your, I mean, like, what a lot. percent yield are you getting on a 8 per barrel bear?
2: Horrible
5: yield on this beer. Yeah. That, oh. To be fair, I was out of the country when this one was brewed, so I take no blame for that yield. <laughs> but we've usually got a, we got a hop cannon um, that's been helping us, and I think I feel like we get better um extraction extraction yeah i'd say
3: really from um, the hop cannon from the hop cannon yeah and Why i do
5: think, you think i that think is? we're lower lower dio pickup that we've been seeing as well
3: yeah um, i would think so but i
5: think it's just just
8: the, we'll just the shoot violence just shootins that yeah <laughs> it it's like
5: a
1: projectile it. <laughs> yeah, it's going in at like
8: 65 psi and it's like yeah. yeah it's it's new we've only started playing with that for the last couple of weeks and we're still trying to figure it out but Yes, yeah, so we seem to get get more extraction in a shorter amount of time, which is kind of which is kind of cool. Because I feel like if you if you leave the hops on the beer for too long, you can kind of over extract and get that kind of green or like that hop burn. We actually had like a pretty serious issue with hop burn.
2: What's hop burn?
8: It's like if you if you if you drink hazy IPA and you kind of taste it in the back of your throat, it's kind of that like aspirin-y sort of oh, like harsh yeah. like kind of burn in the back of your throat. It Starts
2: to itch, kind of burn, like yeah. We mm-hmm. were kind of we were kind of. Trying to wrap
8: our heads around why some of our beers were having that. This was like late last year, early in the new year, and we kind of tied it to contact time on okay. hops. And so we kind of we kind of played around with different ways to.
2: You shortened to contact that. time to. Yeah, yeah,
8: yeah. We shortened contact time, and but you know you still need to have it on the hops. Yeah. To, to get all the stuff that you're paying for, all the all the. So oil. where are
3: you at contact time now? Like.
8: You know, it kind of depends based on the style. Yeah. Um, you know, we've gone as short as couple days or Hmm. you know a week but i mean before we were hop creep was a real issue we were
2: kind of dealing with and you've gotten you've gotten around that
8: we've kind of figured that out a little bit
2: okay Mm -hmm. how'd you figure that out because nobody else had (laughs) 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 well not i shouldn't say nobody but it's a it's a problem for everybody it is a problem yeah it's something we like
8: dealt with for a long time and uh, I think yeah, I think contact time has, has definitely has something to do with it. Okay, I mean, kind of preventing things from from starting. You
2: know? So are you saying to me? I'm just trying to read between the lines here a little bit. If you were to keep it on for you know a full two weeks or something, like maybe oh, that's yeah. what you, everybody you was would doing. Have that's too crazy long.
8: chlorophyll in your beer. It would, I mean, not literally, but it would be super yeah green and vegetal. And right. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be
2: just because enjoyable. of the sheer. Amount. I only
8: so know what, that because we had to dump beer that was on hops for like a long time that just we couldn't get the green matter to come out it was okay. undrinkable
2: it was um, it's interesting to me that you couldn't do and i'm sure you guys this is exactly what you're messing with but like instead of 8 pounds per barrel at 4 or 5 days why couldn't you save a little money and do 4 pounds per barrel for 7 or 10 days does that make sense like sure but sure. you're it sounds like as you're experimenting, the quantity matters and not just like the time.
8: Yeah, I think it matters, but we also run all these beers through sensory and, you know, some beers that are dry hopped at a much lower rate than that still do really well in sensory. And okay. So it's, it's, I don't think the law of diminishing returns is as apparent as it's made out to be in the industry with like more and more and more. You just, you're not getting anything at that point. I I do think you, you get, you get a lot out of a a bigger dry hop for sure. But, You know, once you're up above like five, six pounds per barrel, it's, it's, I mean, we haven't done this long enough to really, I think think it might be varietal been in this wall. Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. I've talked a lot about this with YCH on our, on our hop show. And I'm just the dummy and they're like asking all these questions and everybody's just trying to figure it out. And obviously, you know, hops suppliers are like, no, eight pounds is great. <laughs> eight pounds is great. But you know, there's, I think you guys are just, everyone's going to figure out this middle ground. And what's strange about beer is that um, it seems like such a simple thing, such a simple product, such a simple scientific reaction, but it's really not. And ultimately, you guys are going to find out as the years go by that it is variety dependent. You're going to find out exactly why eight pounds does one thing, because there's just this amount of thing that comes out of it that's not. But we just don't. It's not documented yet, right? Like, nobody's experimenting. Not research yet, yeah. Exactly. So y'all are going to figure it out over the next several years, and then you'll be able to... Brewers will... Very soon, we'll be doing shows about that, where it'll be like, you know, it used to be we sort of guessed and put six or eight pounds in, and now we know exactly what's happening.
8: Yeah, maybe we'll be able to quantify it at
2: yeah. some point. It's oh, I,
5: mostly it's an anecdotal in this enough. industry. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Drift from what, you know, like maybe
8: El Dorado is today compared to what it will be.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it helps
8: change over time, too. Mm -hmm. That's that's the other thing, but, um, yeah.
2: And places like YCH, you know, the bigger places, are trying to map all of these compounds as best they can, and that technology is getting better and better, too.
8: Absolutely. Every year we go up there um, and and select, and I'm just so blown away by... The research and the thought and all the resources that they put into figuring these questions out. yeah. And now, like, the big topic in the industry is thiols, and, and those are measured in parts per trillion, right? where the threshold is so incredibly low. It, there's one lab in the world that can measure oil uh, on that level, right. but it has such a big impact. And I think with some of these New Zealand hops and like hops like Strata, Mosaic, is a hop that's huge in thiols, it makes sense, but you know i think a lot of the focus is on like total oil where the majority of the measurement of that total oil is is getting you know blown off or it's mercy and it's not even like relevant to the final right. uh, beer so it's I, I, we don't know shit and that's
2: what i mean yeah <laughs> there's all these tiny things that all, that end up saying we don't know shit that's yeah, exactly that's what i'm what's getting so at so fun about the industry it's like we literally know well what the and fuck and, we're
3: doing. and just figuring out like <laughs> Okay, so you want the thiols. So, how do you get more of these thiols in your beer out of yeah, the hops and yeah. in the beer? Because my understanding is they're not that soluble. So, it's, that well, yeah, and you have some
8: that are like free, like thiols in the hops, yeah. and you have like Ones that are bound, that there's through biotransformation. Maybe you but can. But then,
3: like, what if there's an enzyme up. that can, like, bring these things in and make them more soluble? Exactly. Like, oh, my God. Use a thial. I mean, just Science. You know, the beer we're going to make in 10 years.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thial
0: master. <laughs> yeah, you thial master with, you know. <laughs> like, will there be a. Yeah. Host, Susan, <laughs> that's a good beer name. Actually, Susan <laughs> secondary <laughs> fermentation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like will there have it, like will 10% we of all, you know?
2: <laughs> will we look back and be like you know I remember when you could just like go from being a home brewer to a pro brewer and now they're all PhDs like every brewer will be a PhD in thirty years time or something because you no. have to understand all of these no, no. things you don't think so PhDs
3: honestly I've got some really out, dumb cool. PhDs yeah. <laughs> we're, all,
2: we're
0: all PhDs okay, okay. Like, Damn. <laughs> and the B stands for <laughs> Yeah.
2: Uh, well, I'll be dead then anyway. So it uh, I'll give you a PhD right now, dude. Do it. If you know what I mean. <laughs> this beer, to me, by the way, is also like the epitome of uh, of like a New England style IPA, like a hazy IPA. It has all of like the smooth roundness that you're looking for. It's not a milkshake one, which I like that. It's not, you know, quite that thick. Um yeah, it has all the qualities people are looking for. I know why your cans fly off the shelf, you know. Thank Earthquakes. You. And yeah, <laughs> what more? If you want to
7: try it?
2: Yeah, we got time for another beer. What do we have here?
7: Spooky Juice, releasing it on Wednesday. Spooky
2: Juice. Is this label, by the, the way, joke? almost like, is this the play on Nirvana? It is
8: the Nevermind, yeah, absolutely. Because why oh, isn't one of man. you
2: in it with, like, your wiener out? Is that I feel like if well, you really wanted nipple. to... There's Cosimo's nipples there, in that. You're right, there's one nipple. He's
8: a buddy of mine that we go way back from the San Diego days and...
2: I, I would have liked the, the wiener out. That was a lot of fun, yeah.
8: So
3: I mean, I'm, the
2: TTB, sure, maybe yeah. not so much. Yeah. Um, I'm, right, sure I'm just going to pour in a glass I'm
3: sure Justin's going to do this later, but I just want to say congratulations. Oh, These you. guys won two medals at JBF. One gold, right? We,
8: yeah, we got a gold in uh, Imperial IPA.
3: Which is? Uh, for, uh,
2: for, yeah, thank uh,
3: you. Amazing. That was, that was awesome. Amazing. We were, Blown
2: away by that. That was really gold medal Imperial IPA, which is double IPA. Double IPA. Was it? Th- it wasn't this though. It was no, it was a like different... West Coast style IPA. Oh, okay, clear West Coast double yeah. IPA. Yeah. Uh, how many? How many beers were in that category? Do you remember? There's a hundred and seventy. Nice, maybe very nice. We were really yes. stoked. About That's that. a proud moment. Ah, oh, huge. Yeah,
7: Alpha absolutely. King.
8: Alpha absolutely. King as well. The
3: same beer. Oh, one. The, the Alpha, Alpha King one. challenge. Seriously.
2: Oh wow, that
1: happened. Two,
8: two different batches. We were kind of. That's like, pretty tight, cool that. dude. The Alpha King. Uh, due date was, I don't know, a couple weeks later. And Describe to our listeners what the Alpha King challenge is. So Alpha King's uh, basically it's just like a, a double IPA competition. Um, it's kind of like a side competition of JBF. Okay. And it takes place the Friday before. And, yeah, it's just a bunch of really popped up beers.
2: Is or, it people's choice to Alpha King or is it judged you know, like ju- It is. Judged. Okay. It's yeah. judged. Got yeah. it. So, wait, so stuff. same beer, but two different batches. One beer, got gold at JVF, one got the Alpha King. Yeah. Nice. I mean, it's a beer we,
8: we've been doing a long time, too. We're really, really proud of that. Wow. So,
3: wow, talk about a validation. Cool. That's fantastic.
8: Yeah, we got, a, we got a lager in there, too. That was awesome. Uh, 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 it actually used to be a Mexican style lager.
3: And then oh, guys we kind of rebranded it,
8: it as like a West Coast Lager. It's, it's dry hopped with Citra, so it's called Citra Vesa. Nice. And we got a we got a bronze in that at GABF, which was cool. And That's then our a- sister brewery, our mixed fermentation brewery, Yeast of Eden, got a uh, bronze in the uh,
7: Belgian Style Olympic.
8: Belgian style uh, saison uh, Olympic yeah. category,
7: yeah.
2: Nice, that was cool. That's you guys cleaned up a little bit. Yeah. The Mexican style lager category is growing fast too. I it was, was
8: actually in uh, contemporary American pilsner. Oh category. god, Whoa. what is that? I didn't yeah. even yeah. know that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. What is... it? was a new category this year. Okay. It was like, Weird. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Seems <laughs> like we get yeah. <laughs> next in year there. be pseudo contemporary.
2: Did, <laughs> <laughs> did you enter it into because Mexican lager does that have its own category or is that like international lager or something? Uh, or? I think
8: it's like international style lager. Yeah. Okay.
2: Because that I was talking to Sully from the two a ca- about this. You know, he's got El mm-hmm. Sully, which yeah. I really, really like. Uh, he was talking about how, yeah, that category is kind of growing. People are making more Mexican lagers, which I think is a good style. Oh, oh yeah, awesome. Um, Ours
8: wasn't really a Mexican lager, though, because it was, it was really hoppy, and it was, you know, laced with Citra, so it wasn't really a... Okay. Uh,
2: what well, it sounds it like was a more contemporary like an
8: IPL under five percent, basically. I see. Very contemporary.
2: Were you guys there? Did you go and and, yeah. and get on stage and fist yeah. pump Charlie and everything? We sure did.
8: Uh, my my wife was with us, and I actually brewed, Citra base was a homebrew recipe recipe of mine back in the day. And I brewed it for our wedding. Nice, kind of cool. So it was um, kind of cool. It was her first time checking it out. So.
2: Oh, that's so cool. cool. That's like, a lot of fun. Got throw her a shout
8: out. She's listening. So
2: I like watching brewers win medals on that stage. It's a lot of fun. It's like you know, it's your stage. I it's love like hearing a, a, a the beginning.
8: reaction. People are just flipping out. It's yeah, it's the best.
3: When, are, are people just like beating down the door to get these beers too? Did you like brew uh, them as quickly as a kid? Uh, or
8: yeah, not, I mean, I don't know, not necessarily. Because um, I think yeah.
0: there there was a time when the medal meant what we're going to sell this. I think it depends where you are and like how you
7: I incorporate think, it. We're biggest, not like yeah. one. Even though my tie, we've won most medals with, is probably contains no juice. Just yeah because it was like one that of those was that the,
8: was a the, yeah, that was a good one not yeah just sure.
7: even just because it was like the first time uh we won out of the
8: international
3: style paleo category.
7: yeah 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 and then it's was, it was one of our first like hazy double ipas and you
2: know yeah
3: well that yeah that beer is straight up famous for sure yeah. like we know all about it in sacks so.
2: it probably depends on which, like which category you win in right like um you well, know, if, mean, you if, like, IPA, if you win in like if you win in like yeah, you're that's g- going to be some publicity. If you win in like <laughs> yeah. like strong Scotch ale, then like only we care because we're beer nerds, right? Like you're <laughs> going to care because you're like sweet, double I double love double. that one, yeah. yeah. For did, but like the do, public uh, isn't going to be like running out for your strong fucking doppelbock, right?
5: <laughs> yeah. we, did, we did get a gold at WBC for a double red. Okay. No,
2: no, no, yeah. Nice. And then well, nobody wow, cared about yeah, you yeah, guys. Yeah, we made nobody, it, and made it like no one cared. Then, yeah. You even you, know you could probably hang medals all around the sign in the brewery, and still everyone's like, I can't see. You covered hazy with medals. I can't. Yeah. Uh,
0: Just rename it. We this one yeah. gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
3: say blueberry or yeah. oh was it?
0: yeah. Uh,
3: you now you guys, you guys had talked about Matt Brindelson and his bowl of medals. So yes. I started my own bowl. You did, I, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to fill up that bowl. How big, yeah. how big is
2: the bowl right now? Would you say? Well, it's. Full did you start of like, with a large bowl or I, like no, a cereal my, bowl? My bowls
3: like about this.
2: Okay, like a, but a, a I, large cereal. I put cereal all bowl.
3: my like uh, Eldorado County Fair mm-hmm, medals in there. Mm-hmm. It's it's full now, but nice. it's not very illustrious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's okay. <It's> hardware. <laughs> <It's okay>. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's. your but first. first
3: it's a good thing. Metals are I, metals are medals. I definitely wanted to mention. Because I am super proud of you guys. And yeah, I'm sure you're pretty proud pretty of yourselves, kind of too. Well, honestly,
8: there's, like, ridiculously good beers that just don't make it out of the first round. Because it's like, you got to pick. So, I mean, there's a, yeah. there's a lot of luck involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, to win a medal, it's got to be a great beer, obviously. But there's so many great beers that don't, yeah. Yeah. don't get recognized. And so I think people should know that. Yeah. But
3: Alpha King and Gabf, I mean, there's pretty a couple good. data points. That was
2: cool. That was cool. That was pretty yeah. good. Did you get Did you get drunk that night?
8: We yeah. no. Like I did. I did. I, did. <laughs> I, had, I had to go home to my three kids <laughs> nice party. Yeah. Wave Dave did. Yeah, Dave's we had, still we drunk. Had sushi sushi and. Uh,
7: yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> had a nice dinner. <laughs> yeah, JC chills. Uh, yeah, I went out.
8: <laughs> I did chill.
2: Did your dad kind of- was your dad there to experience the victory as well? Uh,
8: I think he tuned in on uh, your checked podcast, it on the feed. So. Okay, nice.
2: So nice. he knew you won, but he wasn't there to celebrate yet. Okay. Yeah,
8: I, yeah, no, I haven't dragged him out to G A V F yet. But so. all right, mm-hmm. he's more psyched about the, the local, uh, the local accolades, like sure. uh, in our newspaper in town, the, like, the Carmel <laughs> Pine Cone, the, the Golden Pine <laughs> Cone <laughs> <orcs.
5: Yeah. laughs> I
8: love it.
2: He's more psyched on that. Alright, we got time to go through this one last beer that we just put in our glass. We didn't talk about that yet, but the spooky juice. Wanna describe it?
8: Yeah, it's just a silly, silly name. We thought we thought we had to do that a couple years ago and uh, we don't really take ourselves too seriously. We're kind of just That's good. The fun mantra. Um, but yeah, it's just a hazy IPA. This is a beer with a more expressive yeast strain, so it's definitely a little more fruity. Um, definitely has like kind of like a pillowy sort of mouthfeel and yeah. a little bit of biotransformation probably going on with this beer. Um, Explain
2: that to me. What do you mean?
8: Uh, basically, we'll we use an, an enzyme that assists with um, biotransformations when you add hops. I, I mean, again, it's like we're
2: so L- new to longer, this.
5: Longer contact time, probably, than the beer that we had before.
2: Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But you're talking, when you start to talk about biotransformation, we're talking about, we're talking hop about cream like, too, uh, right? Like that's part of it. So you're trying inevi- to. Inevitably, but.
8: um, okay. Yeah the transformation is basically like your you know certain oils and your in your hops are going to be converted to you know different types of um different types of oils different types of esters different
2: yeah um Smells essentially. And you're adding a separate enzyme to assist in that?
8: Yeah, we do. We've, we've been playing around with this one enzyme. It's uh, glycosidase. So it helps break down glycosides, which is kind of like the scientific way to do it. That's about all I know. Okay. Unfortunately. But uh, but it
2: assists in this process so that it's what more predictable rather than like, oh, just let it go and see what happens.
8: Like, it's more like. The, so, for example, like this yeast strain is really estuary and has a really nice like fruity bouquet on its own mm-hmm. but it doesn't bio transform that much on its own so with an enzyme um that'll kind of help it sort of clip off different compounds to make more just we're just trying to boost aroma at the end of the day and
2: that's kind of okay we do it well, that's good summary actually well done at the end there
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, to wrap it up I, like an I totally actually understood all the way
2: through, <laughs> only because of this this, this hop and brew school podcast that we do, where I now understand that we're clipping off different enzymes and we're clipping off different chains so that different things can happen. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm following you. Yeah, I don't know how cle- I can make every anything. yeah, but then, uh, but I like the summary. I'm being honest when I say, yeah, but you're just looking for more aroma in the end. Yeah, how can we help? Do like that?
8: some yeast strains will biotransform transform transform on their own, like Lager yeast, for example, like totally has the the biotransformation quality, okay. yeah which is kind of interesting so we've dry hopped at different times with lagers you know over the course of a fermentation even though we're not going for a crazy aroma and lager but yeah. we, we do want you know some complexity so yeah
2: it's another good beer Thank you. a little a little firmer uh, bitterness than the uh than the tool too uh the pool it's actually the pool um but still in the in that kind of New England uh, IPA vein, right? It's not like uh, harsh bitter at all. Just a little bit stronger than the last one. I like him. Thanks. All good beers, boys. Thank you. I'm going to finish my pilsner and then go right back to the pale ale, <laughs> awesome. the Strata. I haven't had that's uh, f- so good. Uh, all of them were really delicious beers. You guys are doing a good job. Thank you, appreciate thank you. it. And I can tell why they're flying off the shelf over here. Thank you for being in the studio, uh, everybody. You should go check out Alvarado Street dot com and look at their amazingly long list of beers that they've brewed. <laughs> uh, but more important, you can check out their different locations um, and and maybe even uh, ask around where to find them. Uh, you can always find them. I'm pretty sure, almost always here at the Hop Grenade. Not always on draft, but a lot of times. And I think we take uh, uh, delivery of cans every every single week. Our, our Thank customers you for that. love them. Appreciate it. No, we we appreciate you making sure we get some. Our customers do too. So thanks for that. Um, all right, boys. Thanks. Uh, we have to thanks have you back in us. the Thank studio anytime. Yeah, Awesome. Um, Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and you guys are welcome to hang out if you'd like to, or you can just go drink in the bar. It's up to you. But we're going to be talking to my friends from Hop Revolution, a hop company out in New Zealand, and we're going to be getting a little progress update. We we learned about them, um, gosh, a little bit over a month ago now, and they're a brand-new hop farm in New Zealand. They're going to end up being the largest hop farm there, Uh, but it's their first time doing it, and they were like hey, man, we want to share all of our like triumphs and mistakes with you on the BN. And I was like, all right, if you'll be an open book, right? I'll talk about it. Let's that's do right. this. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, no, we're, that's what we want. Yeah. So we're going to check in with them when we come back and find out what's happening in New Zealand. Hang in there. It's the session, and we'll be right back.
0: This is Blake from Creature Conference. You're listening to The Session
5: on the Brewing Network.
4: Welcome
2: back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks to Alvarado Street Brewery for being on the show and bringing us all this great beer. Got their Strata Pale Ale back in my glass. Nice. Good. Good beer. Super good. Speaking of good beer, the 21st Amendment's newest seasonal release is Tasty IPA. Uh, Of course, that's near and dear to the BN Army's heart. It's a collaboration brew between uh, everybody's favorite brewcaster, apparently. Uh, which is tasty.
0: Oh, I was going to say, I've never done a,
2: a beer with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tasty Brewed with a 2 and 8. A, it's a 6.8% ABV and 58 IBU. It's got a nice uh, light straw color. Tasty IPA drinks easily, but uh, it's not necessarily easy drinking. The Hop Forward creation spawned originally from early test batches of Tasty's own homebrews. features Calypso, Simcoe, Azaka, Amarillo, Citra... <sighs> Simcoe, Lupulin pellets, Centennial, Cascade, Equinaut, Cascade, Lupulin powder, Mosaic, and Azaka again, apparently. Wow. That's <laughs> a lot. Anazaka twice, yeah. Um, it's a bit of a hop salad. It was done as a one-time only beer, but it's become uh, so popular that it's now part of 21A's, uh, 21st Amendment's main beer lineup as the new fall seasonal release. So go check it out uh, on the shelves. Uh, tasty IPA by the 21st Amendment. All right, now we should have my friends from Hop Revolution on the line. Let's see if this works. If I figured out how to do like international things here, uh, we should. <laughs> we should have Susan and Jason. Are you guys here?
4: I'm here. Yep. Yeah.
2: There we go. It worked. This technology is amazing. Wow, you don't
0: <laughs> even need an adapter.
2: I know. Didn't <laughs> even. Yeah, didn't need an Australian adapter. Um, although. Jason and Susan, I did buy myself an international adapter just today in preparation for my trip to New Zealand.
1: Fantastic. You're getting yourself organized, Justin.
2: <laughs> I know, and it's such like a little thing, but it may, it got me mm-hmm. all excited. It felt like I was yeah. like, oh, this is really happening. I get to go to New Zealand. Oh,
0: I, I like how they already know you, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, that's good. You're good,
3: You're <laughs> yeah. good job. You like, well, did it. <laughs> you might make
2: it to the airport. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh,
3: did you buy yeah. that extra large suitcase to fold us all into so we can join you?
2: Uh No. <laughs> <laughs> But you know I'll end up buying a big old suitcase in New Zealand and bringing home beer. So. Yeah, that's just as good. Yeah. And, and wine, too, right? Oh, let's go. Jason, you were, yeah. you were a wine guy in a previous life.
4: Yeah, wine guy. So you bring a big suitcase. You can, uh, I think you can take about five or six bottles back. We'll, um, we'll take you around in Nelson, flip you over to Marlborough to taste some good old Marlborough Sauvignon Blanc. Oh yeah! Don't forget to pack your jandals and a little bit of sunblock. We've got plenty of hats down here, so you don't have to worry about that. We've got these really cool ones with just a grenade on them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, perfect. Did
4: you,
3: did you say jandals?
2: Are those sandals?
4: Flip flops? Flip flops. Um, oh. we, we call them jandals. Jandals. So, uh, yeah. I like Pick it. Take one of those. Why jandals?
3: Doesn't oh, matter. No.
2: It's better than thongs. It's just, a,
4: it's just our name, it's okay. our special yeah. name for them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've learned not to ask of uh, these <laughs> things. Just let you know, let people be people. I am wearing my my uh one off only hop revolution shirt today, Jason. Oh. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice.
4: Oh, I can put you in there.
2: <laughs> it's become quickly become one of my favorites. All right, so uh we've got a lot to talk about um and mostly me being excited to come out and see what you guys are doing but the last time we talked to you of course we just met hop revolution and i promised my listeners that we'd sort of follow along in this journey so so susan uh how are things going with your with your crop so far
1: i um, pretty good, Justin. The farm is waking up, so the plants that have been in the ground um, have sprung forth, and they look amazing. Okay. So. Um, We've got a fabulous team on the ground down here who have um, just spent full winter, you know, making sure they're on top of the soil preparation, the weed control, destroying the plants. And, yeah, everything's waking up as it should, which is pretty exciting to see. Yeah. Yeah. the hardest part of my job is to get the Rewalker plants that we need. So Rewalker is, um, as we've found out, a pretty beloved New Zealand variety by a lot of American brewers. Yeah. Um, and, our, and our time in the States, you know, it was probably, I was going to ask for Rewalker as much as we do about Nelson. Uh, But it's a hard hard one to grow, so we are trying everything we can at it to make sure that we get the plants to the ground uh, to try and get across the next yeah,
2: so I remember you saying that. In fact, I think I made fun of you a little bit for like this first year endeavor because you said the Rio walk is like super popular, but difficult and you were doing it anyway. What now? What do you mean when you say throwing everything at it? Like, are you having to go overboard on, on fertilizer or, or you, you know, what's the real problem to get it going?
1: Yeah, almost a bit of everything, Dustin. It just seems like it needs a bit of a magic um, alignment of weather conditions and sun and uh, fertilizer to really kick-start it. Got it. So while I'm physically sitting here about 500 miles from Jason in the farm um, because we're using facilities, uh, a plant propagation facility that can offer us, you know, Four different sorts of glass houses, outdoor conditions. Oh, nice! Try, try and make, try and come up with the recipe.
2: Got it. Oh, I didn't realize it. Well, first of all, because we're American, we're kind of dumb when it comes to geography. And I'm like, 500 miles? That's Australia, isn't it? <laughs> like, I always think every, everything seems tiny, uh, but uh, you guys, you're a big island.
1: Well, I, am, I I I am on the different islands. So uh, yeah, we have to basically ship plants. Uh, down the north island and then across uh, cook strait so a, a sea passage and then uh, to to the farm on the other side wow, so it is a big endeavor yeah. it's it, in new zealand to find someone that could do what we need to do
2: so just so i'm sure that i understand you're you're propagating these rhizomes this 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 hop in in these greenhouses elsewhere and you will then Move them to the farm and plant them there Am I hearing that right?
1: Yep so, we already, uh, yeah, yeah, so we've already started it just So we've already got plants that have been Propagated, transported down And then they're in the ground At, at our farm
2: I see, okay well, you're a professional. I don't. I wouldn't. I can't. I've, I have a house plant that I moved from one side of the room to the other, and yeah. it died. It didn't like it. <laughs> so
1: okay. no. To be to be fair, yeah, it, 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 it's not a straightforward endeavor, um, and it, 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 it's working, um, but it's sending me three at the same time.
2: Sure. Okay. Um, All right. And then, so the rest of the farm, though, is is going well, and you guys are gearing up. I guess Harvest is in March, right? That's when you booked your ticket. Well, Harvest is whenever I booked my ticket, I hope, Susan. (laughs) Actually, to be honest with you, uh, I I have a real question about that, because I've been talking to some brewers. Well, actually, some brewers that you met, like Roger Davis out here at Faction. um, And there seems to be some confusion about when exactly harvest is. But, of course, it's a crop, so there's going to be a window. But, like, I, I didn't know if it's early March or late March. Some said maybe even, like, early April. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, so we start pretty much um if it's a normal year, Justin, it will be right at the end of February and okay. it goes through until um very early April.
6: But Got it. The,
1: the, the, the popular varieties are uh, Rewalker and nelson the earlier in the season so if you want to come and see what nelson's like in, in the field and and you know smell it before it's harvested and dried yeah. um, mid march would be perfect
2: okay great because i want to spend as much time there as possible to be honest with you don't worry i won't bug you guys the whole time but i want to be in your country for as long as possible and i have we have our beer festival like march 24th so my thought was like late feb and then spend as as long as I possibly can through the middle of March and not come back here until my uh, 28th actually is my fest. So, Uh, but I want to be able to see something. I want to, yeah, I want to smell it like just before it's harvested. And you're thinking that might work right there. Think we can make that work? Nice, oh, so excited! That they're changing, changing the rules for me out right. right there.
0: That's right. They're changing uh, the weather right. just for
2: you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they're <laughs> making the hops
3: ripen faster.
2: Yeah. Now, when we talked to you the last time, one of the things we were talking about, especially because of the sheer acreage, like. Are you guys getting nervous about the amount of equipment, equipment and the amount of labor and like everything else you're you're going to have to gear up for right now? Because it seems like March feels really close to me. I don't, I'm not trying to stress you out, but to me, it feels close.
4: We've um, yeah, getting getting labour on the farm actually hasn't been too bad, Justin. We've got um, we've got a lot of backpackers that come down into New Zealand, so we get a heap of international visitors coming through.
6: Remember,
4: from, mm. from we're really all around Europe, South America, and they're travelling around in uh, in, in camper vans probably not too dissimilar to your one. Oh yeah, and, uh, and and they come through, and so looking for work, and and it's been actually really good. We've also got some good uh, locals that live in Nelson who have come onto the farm. Uh, we've employed some good. Good um, local expertise off hop farms um, for our for our sons. We're also bringing back a Kiwi actually from um, who's been living up in um, in Yakima at uh, Roy Farms. So oh. there's a guy oh. who went through university here and uh, and then married his American girlfriend and um, had a family up in uh, up in the states. And so and this is Sean Benson. He was a field operations manager at, at Roy Farms. So he, uh, we convinced him to come back to New Zealand and nice. uh, help us out. So he's moving back down next week, and uh, he's going to look after all of the you know, the field team. So Roy Farms were good enough to allow us to take him back, and um, and hopefully he'll be a great addition to the team too. But now things are getting things are getting a bit more serious. We just ordered a whole lot of bind pullers, uh, so they're all coming in from Germany. Uh, we spent a fair bit of time in um, Yakima and Oregon and Idaho on the hop farms up there, seeing everything, how it's all going, and looking at all the equipment that everyone had. So that scared the shit out of us, to be honest. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and, uh, and we thought, gee, these guys have got some great equipment. We need to get some of this stuff. So yeah, yeah, we've ordered up. We've um, we've got our spare parts list that um, uh, that the guys have put together, which has also scared us. <laughs> and uh, and right. uh, we're looking at running the equipment up and um, at the end of um, end of December because. Where our farm is actually the power out there The power supply is really weak So uh, we have to run the whole thing on a generator So we've got the generator uh, The size of a small city It costs about the same wow. And, uh, and that's, that, that's coming in from out of the country And getting installed um, And so once that's in then we can fire the whole thing up And hopefully it'll, it'll all go
2: Wow, I didn't even think about all of that stuff. Uh, all
4: the infrastructure.
2: Well, I mean, we talked a little bit about it too, but I guess as you're describing that what I'm thinking is that especially when you said something like the we have our spare parts list. Yeah. When you have we okay, you've spent the whole year, you spent all this money and you have all these hops sitting on the vine ready to go, you can't fuck up. <laughs> No, they're like, they're time dependent.
0: It's like
2: grapes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can't you know, they can't be sitting there for three weeks while you wait for spare parts or something to get the yeah. uh, no. I guess that's part of the pressure I didn't really think about too, you know?
4: No. Well it wasn't until we went on to some of the farms and actually saw what's involved in in running the back end, you know, conveyor belts and yeah. and cogs no. and wheels and all those sorts of things that break down and, and move in parts. Um, you know, and having the mechanics there, we've got some really good local engineers and mechanics who are going to be on site. We've okay, also, good. Yeah. we've got a bit of help coming down from um, some of our friends up in the states um, who, who are going to work with us during um, the drying time, and we've also got the engineers and things coming over from Wolf in Germany. So we're going to have, have have quite a good crew. But you know, as with everything, when you fire up machinery, there's always that learning curve. So yeah. yeah. So as soon as they're they're ready to go, it's going to be. Um, all hands on deck.
2: Sure, uh, it's good that you got. Yeah, brought backup like that, man. And, and also, just just with technology in general, you can kind of plan everything, and then once you fire it all up, it's like it, in, inevitably all hell breaks loose. So, uh, for your first year here, I'm glad you got you got some backup. You
4: know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be uh, it's going to be bloody interesting. We we've got the rugby world cup going on at the moment, and as you were talking, it made me think we've. Um we, we just had a change of, of provider so the the previous provider that's been screening the Rugby World Cup which is the biggest event in New Zealand every few years this has been filmed up in Japan went to another provider and uh, and of course as the load came on when all, everyone wanted to watch the games it caused a fair bit of glitching and a fair few problems but yeah. it's one of those things you just don't know until you fire it up so we'll, we'll do our best to prepare it but I'm sure there's going to be a few sleepless nights at the beginning. Oh, 100%. Not already. It's going to be great by
2: then. So I was just at the at the Great American Beer Festival, just kind of the same sort of anecdote. They were trying to switch the judging uh, 100% over to iPads for the first time ever. And they had been experimenting with it for a couple years. But this was the first year that, they, that judges would not have to write on paper anymore. I'm good. It's all through this software. And you know what? They tested and retested and tested and retested. And it didn't matter when they fired them all up together all at once at the yeah. one time stress tests and this happens to me all the time uh every time i do a, a, a streaming broadcast from somewhere else doesn't matter how much i test it you know there's just always something in there so um yeah well Ghosts i in the machine God, well
4: this will make you laugh Justin. this is this is a classic so in new zealand we've got um four and a half million people we think um, what happens is every four we years think. We have what, what they call the, the, the census So people go around and knock on every household door And ask how many people live there And what your ethnicity is And what you had for dinner and all that stuff yeah. And then, uh, then the statistics came out So a couple of years ago they decided to take all of that online And of course a lot of people Don't have computers And so our census was a, was an absolute Disaster yeah. and, uh, oh. we at the moment don't even know how many people We've got here because no one, uh, well, no one logged on So <laughs> Oh, that is fantastic.
2: Actually it's probably worse than you don't know what you have. You have a bunch of false what you have. Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys are like, wow, our half our population's from California. That's, that's very strange. I love it. You know. How does that work? Uh, well, you know I'm wishing you guys luck, and I'm sure you'll do fine. You got a bunch of it sounds like you have all the extra help there, so that's a good thing. Susan, have there been any um I don't know, any notable, I don't like to use the word disasters, but things you were like, hey, this was going to be a slam dunk, no problem at all, and then you're like, "Uh uh-oh, that was more difficult than I thought.
1: I think I've turned into one of those people, Justin, who fixates on weather reports. Okay. So um <laughs> We were expecting it to be a cold, wet spring, and it came true. So um, the weather has been wetter than we normally have, and it's colder. And in fact, even today, um, there's a fresh dusting of snow on the, on the mountains behind the farm. No. Yeah, it's it's super late. We haven't had a frost since um, the baby plants have gone in the um, But it was interesting, talking to some of the hot growers in Yakima, they had a very similar spring ah. this year hmm. and it brought them headaches. So um, I was lucky enough to be able to talk to some of them and head off some potential disasters. Um, yeah. But yeah, weather is like my my thoughts at the moment and you know, uh, with any luck another week or two we can probably breathe easily about the process being over.
2: So First of all, I'm glad that the thing you're worried about is, like, the one thing you can't control. Like, I feel like that's healthy. Like, just fuck it. Like, it's going to be what it is. But also, when I picture New Zealand, I'm like, it's, like, the most wonderful climate on Earth. So give me what's cold. You can give it to me in Celsius because I brought Google up so I can convert it. But, like, what is cold?
1: Yeah, so I mean, you know, where I'm sitting uh, today, Justin, it's a balmy sixty-eight degrees Fahrenheit. I've just done the conversion too. Thank you. Um, But we get big swings still, so we can go down to to a frost. So you know, thirty-two for us, yeah. Okay. Um, pretty much right up until the end of this month on the farm. Okay. So we're not totally in the clear, but we're almost in the clear.
2: And with the with the the state of the plants right now, are they are they sprouting above ground or they're underground? So a frost doesn't matter, or both? No,
1: so they they're, they're climbing up the springs now, oh, Justin. Okay. So yeah. you know they they they're big. They're probably you know. Um, um, meter. Now I have to go back into feet. Don't I? They're probably like three, four feet high, some of them now. Yeah. So okay. a cross would take off their tips and they would have to grow back from lower down on the plant. So it would slow them down. It wouldn't help them. Okay. But it then starts messing with them.
2: and you're saying that happened in Yakima Valley too, that they had so maybe they lost the top and it just everything slowed down is all.
1: Yeah, I think they mostly had just slow growth, Justin. So yeah. stuff that you know it didn't didn't progress as a normal season for them. So yeah. you know, this the beauty of climate change or you know, right the odds and where I think we're having more atypical um seasons and that that'll be you know really interesting going forward
2: okay all right well, I hope it warms up then. It sounds exciting. Yeah. yeah, we're all
1: gonna think warm thoughts for you. I
2: know we are. Yeah, Susan yeah. also sent me uh, because they uh, Susan heard I had, I had my little Volkswagen bus. Mm-hmm. Um, sent me links to where I can rent a VW bus and be a hippie oh, in New Zealand. There you go. While I'm there and drive around nice. with the other backpackers that are going to be working on your farm.
5: That's
3: right. <laughs> yeah, they might quite need work.
2: You know what? I'll work for a day or two. I, I'm, well, you know, I can be slow down. I can be not. I can be not lazy. Easy for like a day
0: eh,
3: let's slow
1: I down. like that you <laughs> offer a, a, a day up for us Justin so you have, <laughs> Yeah, we'll Susan, we'll
2: you, you know what Susan I'll do whatever you say you know you she'll be like a day get your ass back out there okay <laughs> I promise I actually- what do you
4: like in driving a tractor
2: <laughs> oh, I would totally drive a tractor. You should. That sounds fun. There's
0: probably no other workers. It's go they're go it's you.
2: Yeah, that's like, why. I, okay. That's why I'm being invited. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I would totally drive a tractor though. I think I've driven a tractor once, even. So yeah. <laughs> everything will be great. Don't worry about yeah, me. Yeah, it will be fine. <laughs> just just point me in the right direction. <laughs> you don't even need to tell me what yeah. to do. Clutch,
3: brake, shifter.
2: Yeah. Go. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. And listen, as I've been talking to brewers lately, and I don't know if it's just because it's on my radar now that I've been hanging out with you guys, but like New Zealand hops just keep coming up more and more, it seems like. Brewers talking about going to half the people I've said, I'm going, brewers anyway, I'm like, hey, I'm going to New Zealand for Hop Harvest. They're like, so am I. Um, so I feel like, you, I don't know if you guys are at your peak of popularity or, or, or rising up in popularity, or I just wasn't paying enough attention before. Yeah. But but American brewers are into New Zealand hops.
4: Yeah, we uh, when we're traveling around after we met with you, we. Um must have called into probably 50 or so brewers across the states and and what we tried to do was sell that, sell the the holiday coming down in february march and yeah. and uh doing the apple tasman walk seeing the west coast and, and to be honest it didn't take a lot of convincing for people i think they just thought man if we can get a business trip come down for a bit of a holiday yeah. do a bit of mountain biking get on the beach do some hiking call it a hop trip if I can get it past the boss, I'm there. So, um, right. so we did our best to talk people up. But we, we also have a symposium down there, which is in early April. Won't work for your timing. Yeah. But, um, you know, so there's a bit of technical conference as well. So nice. I think it'll be, it'll be absolutely awesome. We always have good weather at that time of year, too. So it's well worth, well worth escaping the winter and getting down this way.
2: Sounds it good. is. And I heard that the boys from Garage Project have, like, a festival around April. Bev, you can do Spring Fest without me, right? You don't need me around here. I couldn't. Uh, quit. We've been going, Come on, we've been doing it for. It'll be our. It's eleven years. It's a piece of cake. It'll, you'll be. You'll be fine. I'm gonna stay. Last I'm gonna, year
3: when we were short staffed and it was the worst Spring Fest of my life. Yeah. <laughs>
2: this year you're not gonna show I'm up. I'm gonna leave. I mean, I'm just saying. There's a small chance I'm really gonna like it there.
3: There's a large <laughs> chance I will quit.
2: Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Shooting across. <laughs> Teresa, you want to run Springfest, and I'll just bring Beeve to... Um, yeah,
3: I'm super good at okay. that. Oh, that yeah. I totally no support. <laughs>
4: See? No, no, no. No, no. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one of our TV networks is for sale down here, Justin. You could come on down, make a cheeky offer, and set up shop down here.
2: Oh, I'm great on television. I have done. I did that for a while, too. People people love me on TV. I look like a homeless guy right. uh, who <laughs> who knows about beer, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, you two. Uh, I'm 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 excited. So uh, keep me up to date. Um, do you guys have? Were you putting up some social media or a blog or photos or anything we can direct anybody to?
1: Yeah, uh, we we
4: are.
2: Yeah. yeah, what do you have?
1: Uh, we've got an Instagram page, Justin. We've got a website that um, we've actually, funnily enough, after the first interview with you, we got approached by quite a few brewers um, who had heard us on your um, show uh, about whether or not they could get New Zealand hops. Um, so we we love hearing from brewers and people. So, you know, check in and you can send Jason or I emails or get in touch via Instagram.
2: So go Instagram it's hop revolution of course the website is hoprevolution.co.nz and there's a big old contact button right there on the top right and I'm sure that'll go straight to you guys um and I'm I'm glad that brewers were responding like I said yeah, people want New Zealand hops so that's cool
4: Yeah though no, we were we were stoked met some great people tried some great beer and, uh, and uh, to be honest, I can't, can't wait to go back. So there's plenty of places I want to explore and uh, plenty more brewers to meet.
2: Absolutely. All right. Well, I'll come to New Zealand, you come back to the U.S., and we'll just keep trading off back and forth. I like this idea. Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
6: <laughs> so, Thanks, Thanks, Susan.
2: Guys. Thanks, Jason. Don't stress out too much and keep us up to date, OK? We'll do. Have fun. See bye.
3: bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Cheers, guys. Bye bye.
2: There we go. Yeah, and hang up on them real quick. Uh, they're nice people. Yeah, they're like so it. nice. Yeah, you weren't here for that show. I was not. No, oh. I wasn't
3: here for it either. I was like, oh, I, but I, I listened to were, it. Oh, you did. Yeah. No, I wasn't there, and and I was like, oh dang, I gotta I gotta like pull some Ian strings to try to get some of those hops, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that we can do. I'm sure we can get you some yeah, hops. For sure. And also, like the kiwis make the, I've said this before, they make the Canadians look like assholes. They're, like, totally. they're, they're that nice. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so I had written to them after that show, like, hey, I am interested in coming to this, this hop harvest. Um, and I was just asking the dates. And then, they answered that and sent me a giant list cause they, because I think the Kiwis have a good like work-life balance, so they answered my work question in like two sentences, and then spent another entire email telling me places I should visit while I'm there. Nice. They're like, "You need Beautiful. to go to this island, and uh, Jason lives over here. Hang out at that one. Susan lives over here. go there. We all vacation over here. Here's a link to where you can rent a VW bus and travel the whole country in it. And, like, so they have like this ni- they're just kind and have this good like work-life balance thing. Yeah, that I really like so um good people but i am i'm going to admit i'm a little worried for them i can i just the stress of this like first crop would well, i wouldn't i wouldn't deal with it well i think the kiwis probably deal with it better
0: well especially after that that hot panel that we were talking to some of the growers and they were mentioning like we know a lot of stuff that you can't just learn yeah. you have to experience it and we yeah. have the luck of generations right well, they're, they're behind it right. to have spent yeah. so much
3: time um, listening to Yakima 100% I mean honestly that's that's the best way to learn anything is to you know use your ears and mouth or inappropriate amounts and yeah. You know, yeah and really like they're doing that ask the questions so
2: they're gonna be fine i just no, i just think fine. like i would just be like oh my god oh, yeah. my god oh my god oh my god oh my god, oh well, my god the whole yeah, time but they yeah.
0: I, th- I think it, it sounds like they know something they know shit's gonna happen mm-hmm. right and w- what but you don't even though you don't know what it is as long as you know that something will go wrong yeah i think you're better off for it mm-hmm. and, and right. i think that you they plan for they that. sound more prepared for yeah but it's like oh well we knew this something was gonna happen because yeah. we've never done that before right yeah that's why I, I don't know why I yelled. I'm sorry. That's
2: how I work with Brewing Network staff all these years. I yeah. know something's going to go wrong. That's I just right. plan for that to happen.
0: Yeah. And it does. Well, and,
3: and you roll does. with the punches. You don't get all, like, Mostly. you don't get demoralized. <laughs> Mostly. Are you, tr- yeah, you try not to get demoralized. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. Uh, yeah. Right. God bless. Well, Hop Revolution. Uh, go to HopRevolution.co.nz, and uh, I, I know brewers want to get a hold. I don't know that they can. They're gonna not gonna have hops for like every brewer, but yeah. um, we will follow along with them, and maybe in years to come they they will. So I mean, they have a
0: they have a projected yield, but they don't know their actual yield, obviously, or what's uh, reoccurring or anything like that. So it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> so gonna to be a really big learning curve. Yes, that's exciting.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> brave souls out
2: there. All right. Speaking of brave souls... Uh-oh. You ever tried to shave your nether region with like a regular... with like a regular razor? I have. Well, Manscaped has solved this terrifying problem. Good,
0: because it is very terrifying. <laughs> Go to Manscaped. It's like you like go down with the thing and they go
2: shrink up and you, yeah i need a i need a full scaping right now too uh because i've i've had uh <laughs> i've uh Manscaped had sent us a bunch of samples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've been here in the studio, and I've just been waiting. Like I'm not going to do it the old way. When I've been waiting to use the new way. That's right. So I'm going to bring my. I finally got to bring my Manscaped box home today because they have. um, What's that thing called? Like the I gave one to you. Plow the lawnmower 2.0. No, you
0: gave me the plow because you gave away my lawnmower.
2: Oh, right. Yeah. Well, the lawnmower is the electric trimmer. Right. Lawnmower 2.0 now. Yeah, yeah Which yeah. has a proprietary skin safe technology mm-hmm. so that it does not nick or snag. Yeah.
0: <laughs> which the word snag in conjunction with so, skin does not, is like, it's a visual that.
2: No, yeah. It,
0: it's, it's good marketing in the sense that you already exactly, immediately understand what they're getting at. As a guy, yes. Yeah, and it's like, oh, say no more.
2: Yeah. Yes, Teresa, you were going to chime in on that.
3: Well, I, I was just thinking. About okay, what is the plow? What's the lawnmower? And I was like, okay, wait a minute. The plow.
2: The does plow's not like have a, have a straight murre. razor, actually. Yeah. Safety razor. It's a safety razor, yeah. but like, okay. kind of. I don't know. Was it safe?
3: Uh,
0: well, I mean, uh, <laughs> I feel like. Look, this might sound a little bit twisted, but do you want to know how I got these scars? Like I cut myself
2: from a different razor. From a
0: different razor, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the plot, yeah, it's safe. And what's interesting about it is that so I have two of these.
3: Okay. Two plows.
0: Two, two no no two straight razors or two oh, safety okay. two
2: razors. Two One from Manscaped. Well, th- no no. I've th- when I think that would be straight razor,
3: oh. I'm fully like and pulled what, out.
0: That's what that is, but this, it's a safety razor. So it's you know like in the it movies like in the, the 80s where you get the thing
2: of a straight razor okay but without the danger without full the, on danger yeah. of the straight razor it,
3: it looks like a regular like shaveline yes. yeah. razor yeah. Oh, okay Okay.
2: Yeah, it's a replaceable. And
0: the, by, by, by the way, you the benefits are, of I these, mean,
3: I really appreciate all the explanations. Yeah. I need to.
0: The benefits of safety razors. The razors are super cheap.
3: They're mansplaining the manscaper.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Yes. But yes. Anyways, but at least that's well acceptable, yeah. I feel like. But yeah. some yeah.
0: of them have different weights. So I have two that are, are are not from Manscaped. They're not the plow. I have two other ones. And the weights are different. The lengths of the handle are different and how, how it manages the the blade itself is different. This one is very light and you can move it around on your skin very very easily and
2: but don't move it too fast. But
0: don't move it too fast because <laughs> right. it's a friggin' razor and yeah. then, you know you're you're dumb like me. But what what is interesting is like how much how much pressure you have to apply to your neck ah. to get underneath. It just depends on where the angle is of the blade cuz when you put it on the housing it bends a little bit. It's a whole
2: thing, man. So see, I won't use the plow for all of these things. I, be- I I don't use, I, I used like a different, like a razor on my, like electric razor on my face and everything. Yeah. I don't use any, any, any hand straight razor things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I won't use a plow. Okay. But I am excited to try the lawnmower. Because apparently, no nicks.
0: I'm That, that would be great.
2: Yeah. Do you want me to give it to you after I'm done using? You want to try it when I'm <laughs> like I'll use it, then you I can use really it. Do you don't. want to like that? No, I really don't. Do you want me to see if Manscaped will send me another sampler, or I can get it back from Aaron? I really you don't
0: want that. You don't want me to get. It? Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, uh, I'm fine with the plow. The plow works really well if if you want to shave uh, with uh, you know a proper razor. Yeah, and uh, use the plow. Is, yeah.
2: Well. Uh, Manscaping says that accidents are now a thing of the past, so you can use the the safety trimmer, like I'm going to use the plow. Uh, they also have what's called the crop preserver, which <laughs> is an anti chafing deodorant and moisturizer. Yeah, that I did. I give you some of that. No, I think you that's literally in the gave box. me the plow. We need to go through the box yeah. and get the because um, basically they say like you you put deodorant on your armpits. Right. Why wouldn't you on your ball pits? Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I thought it was for pH. Put it, put it in, I think in the you're dugout. Not supposed to pH, pH, pH Ballast That's for a man, but also, but also for a woman. Strong
2: enough for a woman.
3: Strong enough for a woman. <laughs> for a woman. Yeah, but
2: I, don't I can't know. find my coupon
3: code. Are those What's a like code? a man? Are those know. the um? Are those the wipes? Yeah, I think
2: so. Oh, the The wipes. I haven't used. I should have brought those this weekend because I didn't Uh, shower this weekend.
0: Yeah, you should have, dude. I would have really appreciated
2: it. Jesus. I should have brought them this weekend mostly because I did. Yeah.
0: Well, then the beauty about those is they have two sides, so you can share those with your buddies.
3: (laughs) No, you can't. Yeah, you flip them over. You just flip them over. Yeah, you just. What's yeah, wrong you with just, that? You just get all your parts out, and you just like pass them back and forth. No problem. Look,
0: you know what? Being a human being is stinky. <laughs> Everybody's parts are smelly. This will definitely help. I don't
2: have the coupon code in my list here, but I'm pretty sure it's brewing. Anyway, use coupon code brewing. I hope it's that. Yeah. It must be that.
0: Go back to another show and listen.
2: <laughs> Manscaped.com. Uh, use coupon code brewing. You're going to get 20% off plus free shipping. Which is um, such a good
0: deal. I mean, come on. That's actually two yeah, deals in your one. Your balls will thank you. Yeah.
3: And... Christmas is coming.
0: Christmas is coming.
2: Oh, yeah. Buy them for your friends. Yeah.
0: Santa will thank you.
3: Send Justin extra wipes.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> How many wipes yeah. are
0: in here? Uh, I, th- I-, I thought that all the wipes were taken by somebody, and then you gave away uh, the package that was
2: meant for me. There's so much stuff in here. Yeah. It's like, keys. <laughs> Beards. Hair. <laughs> uh, I think and- it's just a trash receptacle now.
3: There's, like, uh. a napkin holder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's on camera. Oh.
2: All right, well, I got to get it all out of here and use it on my balls. <laughs> it's not doing any good sitting in here. No. Clearly. Manscaped.com. Check it out. There we go. Okay. Do, I did that. I did that. I did that. All right. Next week, um, okay. homebrew topic. I think we're talking about how to compete in homebrew competitions. How to Ooh. compete and win. Not just how to enter, you know. <laughs> That's right. Who cares? Uh, how to compete and win. Is that right, Beav?
3: That is correct.
2: Okay. So we'll be doing that. Yeah. First homebrew topic in a while. Yeah, for sure. So that'll be fun. Kind of.
3: (laughs) You know. No, everybody loves to win.
0: That's right. Well, then on the fourth, I believe, is uh, making hard seltzer. Oh, at home too. So we're gonna have two with
2: Flat Tail and flat Sully. Flat Tail Dave and, oh, and oh. Sully. That's right. I think right. it's Flat Tail and Two and A, right? Nice. Cause yeah. he 'cause Because I think Sully's into Sully the seltzer thing. Oh, really? So I'm getting white girl drunk. You're going to have to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to miss that, actually. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm not going to be here that week, but you guys will have fun. You'll do great. I'm sure of it. Sure. Um, but next week, we'll do homebrew competition. Hell, yeah. Thanks to our guest today, Alvarado Street. Uh, they were a lot of fun and brought us a lot of great beer, and I appreciate that. Uh, thanks to Sierra Nevada once again for hosting us this weekend, um, and especially to Byron Yeah, up there. Uh, he's a good guy. Um, and thanks to Hop Revolution for my new favorite shirt. That's right. With a hop grenade on it, it belongs to me.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> are you ready? Is that, is that their logo? No. Oh okay. Oh made yeah, you missed it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's how I found them. So this again is how nice the Kiwis are. Uh, Jason sends me an email, random email, like, "Hey, we're this new hop company, yeah. hop farm, um, and." Uh, Did a Google search, thought we had the perfect logo, and found you, so I wanted to send it to you. I think it's different enough. You know, we take a look and whatever, and I was like, wow, number one, thank you for writing to me at all. That never happens. It's always like, I find you, or our listeners generally find you. Yeah. So that was really nice of you, and then unfortunately, no, I'm sorry, all the hop grenades belong to me, Uh, even if it's just like a variation, it really doesn't matter. And he was like, you know what? totally cool. No problem. Gonna make another logo. I'll send you that one for approval. And I'm like, we don't have to do that. If it's
0: not a hop hop grenade.
2: But he's so nice about it. And then, uh, he's like, hey, by the way, now that we know you, uh, do you want to work together a little bit and, like, talk about what we're doing out here? And I was like, absolutely. Then he said, we already had some merchandise made. I'm gonna burn it all. And I'm like, Jason, you don't have to go this far. Like, you can give it to your staff or something. He's like, nope. 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 I'm gonna bring you a Hat and a T-shirt, and I'm burning the rest.
0: Well, Justin, I'm burning it now. (laughs) Yeah, I was
2: like, Jason, you're so like. Again, they're so nice. That's cool. It's like the
3: best thing to come out of a disagreement,
2: on right, like ever. it's a trip to New Zealand. Ever (laughs) New Zealand, yeah. Where they're they're actually going to light me on fire and then steal the hop grenade logo is probably what's going to happen. Perfect. The wicker man, but sort (laughs) of not. Yeah. Uh. As
3: long as somebody comes back here to help me with. <laughs>
0: well, he's leaving after, so you have at least until Oktoberfest.
2: I'm like seriously. I was looking at the calendar today. I was like, can I like fly back and then back?
0: You can.
2: Do I just go after? Them? Uh, but then I. But then the craft uh, brewers conference is in April. Mm. Uh, I'm, strugg- I'm Struggling with my New where Zealand. Is time. Yeah, the, where is that this year? Yeah, where is that? San Antonio. Oh, nice. San Antonio, yes, Texas. baby? Right. Yeah, yeah, and it's a World Beer Cup year, so I got to go do the awards. You going to go? I'm uh, going to go. Teresa, yeah. Yep. Um, I've never been to San Antonio. I'm looking You're forward right. to that. I've been to Houston. I've been to Dallas. Been to Austin. Mm-hmm. Never been to San Antonio. San Antonio <laughs> sounds good. So that fun. Uh, what's that fucking salsa? That old uh, New, P- York Pace New York Pace City paste, sauce. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why I thought of that at the same time. San Antonio <laughs> just made me think of that. <laughs> All right, uh, JP, get us out of here. We have a
0: Twitter game, motherfucker.
2: Okay. How dare thought you? Thought I asked if I did everything. No. What was our Twitter game? <laughs> uh, I thought you remembered. Uh, so no, uh, S- theme song for Beardy. Sure. Exit song. <clears throat> yes. It's going to be a good one. I can't wait. Uh, our
0: friend Pete Dink he says uh, the song would be "Drive By Braille" by Crash Test Dummies.
2: Oh, <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, damn. But that's like that's his everyday song
0: for sure. But that was like the one right like he replied a minute after I posted that
2: (laughs) right out of the gate. Like you've been sitting on it.
0: It's a slam dunk drive by Braille by the crash test dummies. Right. Uh, Paul Bruce says uh, uh, window down, beard flowing in the wind, and the National Lampoon theme song blasting out of the speakers in his well maintained camper, which I feel like is a dig for at you. Also, his camper mm. is very
2: well-maintained. It is. For yeah, real, yeah. I've never been in it before. It's like he has nothing else to do. <laughs> uh, because yeah. his is, I think, older than mine, and in way better. Uh, it, yeah. In yeah. fact, Shimky refused to even ride with me. She kept yeah. coming up with excuses to not ride in I the, brought
0: him home, because I, I drove separately. Yeah. Uh, I brought her home, because she's like, I don't... I don't. And
2: Beardy brought her there, and she yeah. was just like, oh, I just want to spend more time with Beardy, and I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. I get it, Shimpy. Yeah. It's
3: fine. No way. It was it was definitely your um we're out of breaks. We're driving down from Mammoth. Story. Well,
0: it's <laughs> that is also Warren. She was Warren's in the RV. Telling, she made it. Yeah, it was also Warren telling everybody that it's everything's falling off the
3: frame. Wasn't, wasn't right. that when she holes. made it when she was dying? But and yeah. you guys she was were making sick, fun of her.
2: But that's because she was hung over and dying, not because my RV yeah. is awful. <laughs> well, so, so maybe
3: maybe she just she connected out. that memory to your RV. And I she's also like, spent
2: twenty five hundred dollars repa- replacing the fucking brakes after that trip. I think yes. you know what. I think this is part of the pussification of the Brewing Network, actually.
3: Oh, that Kim no. That Shimke
2: can't even you ride are, in an RV are, anymore. You yeah. are not throwing Kim under the RV. <laughs> yeah. now that I, no, the now RV going to You brought it up, and I'm just going with it.
3: I'm telling you, Kim this weekend gave me the nicest compliment I've had from a human being in like a year.
2: Really? Yes, what was what? Yeah, what was I'm it? Not,
3: I'm not going to tell private, you. Ooh. Private, Ooh. Okay. It's All private.
2: private. It's It's private.
3: But right. I was like... He's still my
2: heart. Ah,
3: like I'm her biggest fan.
2: All right. Well, I think she's a fucking sissy. Yeah. Well,
3: I think you're both right.
2: <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Justin. Yeah. Oh damn, yeah, there it is. Damn, fair, yeah. Fair. Yeah. fair. Damn. All right. Uh, I, the National Lampoon song is like holiday, holiday. Hol- uh, That's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I guess.
0: I mean, what else? You know, what else do you need? Oh, did it? What did, did that comment? Did you lose all your things? No, no, no! I just—I thought I. Uh, I'm gonna just
2: shave my balls real quick while I'm waiting. <laughs> Got everything right here. I'm just gonna see that how
0: that was it works. Okay, no, one more. Uh, all by myself, from Eric Cartman is playing as he drives Hello. away. A single salty tear runs down his cheek and wets all his golden beard. And that's from Keith myself. Allen.
2: Wanna, I wanna be, be all by, what by are you doing? myself?
3: Oh, it's
0: on. Everyone
2: it's
0: sit on. on your speakers. You're shaving.
3: Um, you're not supposed to shave your face.
2: Well, Sorry. I was just ch- seeing how it felt real quick. It's got a little <laughs> plastic guard on there. Yeah.
3: Well, there's no rule you That's can't
2: cute. shave your it's face cu- with No. It. it is cute. It's got a couple yeah. guards. it's, yeah. it's uh, you want to keep your
3: ball hair long? I think it's ergonomic in shape. Like when you cradle in your hand, it probably feels it pretty nice. It does feel Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's contoured. I'd personally it looks a little bit like a vibrator. Oh, God.
3: I personally hear yeah. uh, Envision Warren driving away to Lionel Richie's Say You Say Me playing.
2: Uh, <laughs> just um, what I see. Did it come with a pen or was that in my hand? Oh that my was god. In your hand, dummy. Yeah, it came with a pen with a cap on the on the like bottom.
3: Basically. <laughs> <pen. laughs> yeah. Are you having a stroke?
0: <laughs> did it come with burning toast? Because I, I, I smell it somewhere and I don't know. Yeah. It's in this box. Uh,
2: or? I'm just hungry. Um. All right, all by myself. I got it. All right. That's it. That's it?
0: That's it, man. I'm disappointed. Me too. It, first of all, nothing was really very funny, and then we didn't really get a lot of uh, responses. I mean, we got some, but I didn't really include
2: them.
3: I so think so I think somebody should have wrote in, freedom.
2: Mm. Maybe
3: he was like, yes, striking out. Right. Maybe I think, all the sadness was just for our benefit. I think maybe just... true. Warren is actually also dead to our listeners. They just don't care.
2: Nobody cares enough uh, to even no, think about a good song rest. for him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give it to E-mailers. All By Myself, I guess. At least that one I could picture happening, you know. Okay.
0: Mm. There we so, go. All By Myself. Good job, Keith.
2: Uh, uh, that. Uh, okay. Great. I wonder if he made it.
0: Um, I know he made it to Reading last night.
2: So it for like an hour? Like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and then stayed in Reading? I called him today. Is, I'm he like,
3: not, is he not giving you guys like text updates?
0: No, I wouldn't no. want text I updates, told him he's honestly. dead. Yeah, who cares? I
2: want to hear from him. Uh, I'll leave you for a minute. it has gone. I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm going to
3: ask like a, him to give me text yeah, updates. He's and like,
2: like, I'm going to send us. them on yeah. to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm like, what are you
0: doing, man? You're not driving right now. I called him because I'm like, I figured you'd be driving and you can't text. I want to talk to you about something. And he's like, no, I'm just making food. Where the fuck are you, Redding? Why aren't you moving? Like,
2: so he was so in worse shape dude. than any of us because Redding was like. Is Redding even in the right direction? I think that's an how hour far from, from Redding. It's not far. It's really not far. It's 30 like minutes? 40 minutes?
0: It's an hour and 16 minutes.
3: <laughs> that's how far he made it. There's a lot of meth in Redding,
2: there's a lot of math there. Well, that's how maybe well, that's so, how he was so going to so make the rest of the trip. will be in shrimp. Bellingham He's by <laughs> He's yeah. Bellingham right now. his
3: meth habit. Yeah, taking all. Okay, that's going to get all stuck in his beard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't have a beard like that and do meth. Fire hazard. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, are we done? Yep. Thanks, everybody. Thanks to Alvarado Street Brewery. Uh, go to alvaradostreetbrewery.com. dot com. Thanks to Hop Revolution. Go to hoprevolution dot co dot nz. And um, I don't know. Thanks this year. Yep. Bye. Thank
0: you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. J.C., Biggie, and Party Wave Dave from Alvarado Street Brewery joined us in studio and shared some goofy stuff with us. Learn more about them over at AlvaradoStreetBrewery.com. If you like Disneyland and want to know more about it, check out EarsUpPodcast.com and support J.P. in his quest to soak up his free time not making any money. If you love Twitter and homebrew, follow Nate Smith and Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDowell at TC McD, and Warren at Another Beardy. Keep track of J.P. over on Instagram at Majorship, Teresa at Basuti Brews and Crookedly Brewing, and you can find Bevo there as well at Beverly and more. Be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ah, of
3: my
6: sky and